Let me see here. Are we are we live? I, yeah. I think we are. Yes, we are. Hey, welcome back. We, we're alive. <laughs> alive. Hold on, hold on. Let me double check. Uh, I, I love that you're checking your pulse on the arm that you're wearing a smartwatch with a heart rate sensor on it. I I that wanted to double happy. check and yeah, just want to make sure that the watch is accurate. Sure. And so therefore, I'll let the calculation <laughs> go on the other side and I'll calculate One, on this side. Two, two three. three. Wait, do I'm I alive. count the lubs and the dubs or just <laughs> each lub dub? Oh no! I've lost. One thousand one, one thousand two. Oh man! Right. I yeah. Getting that no, blood it, pressure up. Uh, well, my blood pressure. Well, hopefully, it shouldn't be too bad. I, it's been an interesting week, but it's been busy week for, for quite a bit. I was gonna I, say, you know, no, you you win the award this, is... this week. I, I'm I'm tr- I, I've been swamped with day do- day job type of things going on. That and yesterday I was pretty much floored, so I was happy that I. I knew for things sure. were going to get, you know, I was going to get exhausted. So I, I, I set the, the video for yesterday morning to, to post, and I was like, thank God for auto-posting and everything because <laughs> I did not have the energy um, to, to do things. But, uh, yes, kudos to you, my friend. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, for sure, you're, you're knocking it out with the Duo, with the Vivo, with the, uh, with the O, and with the Xperia, and those Xperia Pro. There's a lot of O's in your uh, in your videos, if you noticed. And then yeah, yeah, uh, I, I feel like there have been a few pros. Maybe one of them deserves to be called a pro. Pro, a pro the pro. others are a little bit more questionable as to whether or not they should be called pro. But I, I, I gotta say again, I'm I'm exhausted, and yet this is the most fun I've been having for a Techtober into November. It's, it's yeah. Um, the spill years. is that is spilling into November for sure. Uh, I know we're like today was like November fourth, and it yeah. it just it's it's such a long marathon realistically, and there's still so much things kind of going on, and we're not we're not done. The year's not over, by the way. So just keep not that in mind. Close. Um, and and so, even getting to like track back, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, we're we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but like Xiaomi reached out and they were like, "Hey, nice. did you ever get to spend some time with an F 3 you're like that was what well, the, six uh, months the Poco ago? subbrand, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, nice. I haven't played with a Poco, and I mean, like my my experiences playing with a Poco were limited to literally just like playing with it. Playing one with afternoon. the Poco, the original Poco, Poco. phone. Okay, okay. so yeah, yeah. Uh, like an F three just landed on my doorstep, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> It's a phone. It's <laughs> this a phone. is interesting that that and, Xiaomi and, is is working back on this, but the backlog is real. The, the backlog <laughs> <Sure>. is real. <laughs> when so, Juan thought he was getting he was getting close to bringing down that number of things, it just keeps back up. It's I, okay. I, like th- this. This is what I, I like. I, I was getting a little eye rolly, and and I appreciate it. Like you know, this is the hardest I think we've worked for a Techtober in years, but. It, it's it's kind of silly to like to to look at everything that's come out in the second half of this year and not be lit up about something, if not everything. Literally oh, yeah. everything that I'm handling right now is legit, exciting for someone out there, and I feel mm-hmm. like so much of that has been kind of rubbing off. Um, I mean, you've been cranking out content too. I. Oh, I, I- I saw your TV video from TCL. I, I, That's awesome, I, dude. I seriously, I, I've, I've, I've enjoyed TVs. Obviously, we've enjoyed TVs since we were kids. It goes beyond saying, but I watch way too much TV. Yeah, I would like. Well, I know, and the thing about it is that you know, smart TVs and everything has been around for a while. But the TCL, this like wow. 
I, I've That's my interactions nice. with TCLs up to this up to this set have always been with Roku, you know, sets. Yeah. It's always been you know TCL TV with Roku built in. And don't get me wrong, Roku has its own appeal. It has apps. It's but I never found it to be uh, the UI that I was comfortable in. I always enjoyed like the Shield TV. I enjoyed Android TV as a as a UI mm-hmm. for television. So I was very excited to check it out. And lo and behold, man, seriously, um, it has a few hiccups here and there. But you know, like. I would say 90% of the show, it's nice. The speakers are good. Um, you know, 4K, you know, 4K to 120 hertz is like crazy nice. <laughs> like seriously. Oh my God. So yes, I, I have been enjoying that for quite some time. It's real pretty. So, uh, and I know, so I know you got the, wait, did you get the 55 or? Yeah, you got the 55 so version. I, I got, I got a classics. I finally got my wall mount adjusted. It was just a little too too high so too high, on my samsung yeah. it mounted way more towards the top of the tv and was kind mm-hmm. of more evenly spaced and here yeah, yeah. the mount is near the bottom of the tv so it was it, just it, breaking it, my ceiling it, i had to drop the, the entire wall mount to uh, so i'm assuming yours is the same as as the unit that i have where it seems like it's thinner at the top and thicker at the oh yeah uh, on the bottom uh, so yeah that was actually a challenge for me to to be able to mount it over where my Samsung because samsung's sure. also a lot lighter which I was surprised a how much lot lighter. lighter. Uh, and this substantial. I mean, I've, been, I've been trying to work out a bit more, and I'm mean, like, you know, the Samsung, I have no issues just like flinging it over my head, yeah, yeah, snapping yeah, exactly. it on the Walmart. It's perfectly fine. Like, I, 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 I was walking up my little step stool with this Class 6 going, oh no. Oh no, I don't know if my abs can keep my body straight enough for this to not come tumbling back and smash me in the face. It was like face okay. bomb with, a t- with a, the 55, yeah. There, there, um, there was a cheek smudge that i had to clean off of this tv after i got it mounted um, um I, it was, I ended up going for some help funny. with the missus i i i caved uh, well i'm not caved, well, but I, I needed i help. needed yeah. i needed marie to guide me because oh, yeah, like i said my samsung i could easily like angle and see and mm-hmm. get it installed myself um this tcl i, like I needed angle to angle and see and the camera straight. angled with you and and I needed Marie, so Marie couldn't help lift. Mm-hmm. I needed her to to like see where the mount was so that I could yeah. get it, because there was no way I was gonna like, you know, keep it all on my left arm and then guide it with my right. I needed both hands evenly, out in front of me. Absolutely, so, yeah. It was it was uh, it was it was a lot, but this is like the nicest TV I've I've used in a while. I've I've gone through Vizio. LG mm-hmm. and I'm I've, so I've gone through LG and, and Samsung to be and... rid of my Samsung now. Like oh my god, my Samsung so... was was just by the day turning into hotter and hotter garbage. It was it was so rough. Well, mine was breaking down. It was it was seriously like going through its own phases of gradual same. little breaks of things. Same, um, but at the same time, disappear. Samsung was also actively making it worse. So oh, I went from having little taskbar ads to having mm-hmm. bottom quarter screen ads to having upper screen third of a display ads. And then at the same time, the picture was failing. Mm-hmm. It was doing this glitchy garbage where, you know, when you're watching a show like on Netflix and it shrinks yeah. down the show that you're watching to show you what you're going to watch next yeah. or to cue you for the next so, episode. Yeah, yeah, cue for the next episode. It wasn't like burn-in. It would be this after-image garbled digital noise rectangle where that mini mini uh, was. next ep- yeah next episode and uh, I would have to completely watch. unplug the TV reboot it plug it back in and that would get rid of it but it was like it would kind of happen every now and then then like every other episode 
then literally every single time that shrink view would happen, I would just get noise in this mini rectangle, no updates. And then it stopped being able to connect to Samsung servers. So we keep saying, oh, we can't see what's on the internet. Everything's gone. And so we were already using a Chromecast and the TV was breaking using the Chromecast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is ridiculous. So, yeah, no, it... It is definitely. Um, I would try, yeah, I definitely planned obsolescence. If anything, the software, everything breaks down I, just in time to buy so a new. We so much one. on that TV. I'm never buying another. I mean, people already know how cranky I get about Samsung anyway. But I am never buying a Samsung appliance, a Samsung TV. I mean, this it was so expensive, and it just started melting down. Like as soon as it kind of got to a point where it's like, okay, I guess you need an upgrade. Like stuff failed on that TV well, hard. I'm I am very happy to say first and foremost thank you very much to the team over at TCL for hooking it up. Cuz that was like epic timing if anything. Same. Um so for yeah for me it, it was always uh some different issues here and there and the last time I bought the Samsung though was do you remember Fry's <laughs> that company that used to exist? <laughs> I remember uh, when that, Fry's existed. That, yeah. It wasn't that, that long ago. It wasn't but what actually I <laughs> so that's when I bought my TV the last Samsung TV that I had and uh but no it uh, I don't obviously we're not going to make the whole show about it but TCL definitely makes um, the last three TVs that we've purchased, one for my mother-in-law and one for my mom, have all been TCL with Roku and have been solid performers, very easy to set up, very easy to learn, especially for you know my in-laws and my mom, a little bit mm-hmm. older, uh, not easily you know with the smart TV things. They just want big buttons, easy to recognize and sure. work with. Um, Roku is so, perfect for that. Oh, absolutely. And I think even Google TV would have worked, but I feel like Google TV needs a little bit more understanding that, like, you know, you yeah. need to ask the assistant to open the Google Play Store to update your apps because they don't update by themselves for some reason. You know, a little there, but uh, sure. I, I like the way it works. So for sure, um, very happy. And uh, again, I'll say first and foremost, obviously, welcome to everybody in the chat. Um, we have Darren in there, J.A. in there, uh, Gab- uh, Gabrielletta. Gab- Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, with there, and then of course, uh, I think it was Tech for Your Nerds is in there as well. Uh, but one thing I will probably say is you're you're teasing, and of course, <laughs> terrible TK, terrible. Uh, back in my days, there was this place called Fry's Electronics where all the geeks used to shop. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, um, you knew what was up when you hit a Fry's. I, you I miss, knew if Fry's had a had a Black so Friday hard. special that that's all you got there. You got like hordes of geeks standing in line with their flyers and, and waiting to pick up the racks and racks of components and hard dude. Drives that was my jam. And and, and what I I hated talking to people there because they don't know what they're talking about. But it was just the best place to find like little gems and. Um, you know, like if you want to start up learning how to build up computers, they had components lined up in the right areas. I oh, miss man. fries. Like the 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 fries out here in the valley. The last time I went to it, it was like oh the Alice. You guys still have DDR three in your display case for RAM? They're they're Why keeping the oldies running, man. That the classics. You got to keep the classics going. I mean, it was it was a really sad like wasteland the last time I walked through. It, one. I'm, it, I'm still it mad that I didn't when when I heard that they were they were legit shutting down. It was actually uh, I got a message from my the PR rep that I work with for Me Audio. Oh, and they were okay. like, "Hey, um, we were we were trying to work on something for for uh, some coverage. It, it all kind of fell apart." 
But one of the reasons why, and the timing on it kind of blew up in our face, was uh, the, the, the crew at Me Audio, they, they run a tiny little shop down in City of Industry. Mm-hmm. And they got a call same day from the Fry's dispatch saying, by the way, we're closing all our stores and we're basically just going to have like boxes full of your gear and extra inventory. If you want to just like come pick it up, otherwise it up. it's it's just going to get dumped. And they're like, oh, okay, oh, man, we'll is... come get that from. I mean, it was, I, I mean, like I, I, I'm not exaggerating in that it was that unprofessional, that off the cuff. By the way, everything's getting liquidated. Uh, thanks so much for all of your your collaborative partnerships. But bye. bye and bye. and oh, they man. had to send someone in in like in, go in pick car, up a U haul in something. Cars yeah, yeah. yeah, to go oh, to okay. the few to to the few fries locations that were left to go and get this like leftover inventory. It I, was absolutely insane. I've been to oh man, how many fries have I been to? So I've been to two here. There's the Nevada mm-hmm. one. There's the Northern California one. And I think that's that's as much as I've been to. So or I don't know. I, if were... I know of three. I, I hit the UFO store, the Alice in Wonderland store, and the one out in Vegas. Yeah. So the Vegas one I had to hit because obviously we go to Vegas every single time. We pass it. Um, and then there and was the one last in San time, Jose. The last time you would have hit a CES, there was actually there was this one tiny little window. The mm-hmm. Vegas store we're still... became their flagship. Yep. Where anything that they could that they had to physically sell mm-hmm. was pulled from all of the California stores and was just sent to, to the Vegas store <laughs> just so it could look like they had one showroom that was well stocked because of the international visitors they wanted to get the coverage. Um, uh, Jeff is covering it to say yeah the, the Bay Area had three different fries. The one I went to I think uh, Jeff was um, I want to say is the Inca Temple uh, that's mm. the one I remember. Um, and then, of course, yeah, there's the UFO. We have Burbank. That was was Burbank. Alice in Wonderland was my first and my my, my place. Um, and then that's the one we uh, took Lex to the first time. Yeah, like she was and I've, so I've taken to Omar there multiple times. So he totally knows where Fry's is, um, and like, yeah. and he loved the one in Vegas too. So yeah, for sure. Um, I see Greg is in there, and of course uh, Jeff is hanging out with us uh, on this evening. So let's start talking about the big. Obviously, Xperia has been the biggest part of our conversations for the last week or maybe a couple of weeks. Not actually two weeks, right? Because last week was the launch of it. I mean, the week before. That feels like a month ago. It, it does feel a little bit, doesn't it? It's like, crazy. It's, been, um, it's fast. We got to spend more time with this Xperia, they feel like, than others, for at least for me, because I typically the window that we get them is so short. Yeah. Um, when, when, when Sony PR has these kind of engineering samples for us to play with, I don't know how much we're really supposed to say, but usually our window of getting to test drive these is like days. Yeah. Like if, if, if we get them for a week, that's kind of a big deal. This one felt like we got a couple weeks and I was able to shoot ahead a couple videos that are, gonna, that are gonna be coming out later on the channel. And then also doing a bit more of an, a more in-depth camera examination. But what, we, what I was using, and I'm pretty sure you were in kind of the same boat, this was not retail. No, this was no. not even like on the update lists, you know. No, so I don't think we said. Yeah, that is not one update. Um, actually, nothing, I just don't yeah, think it was no. capable of getting anything. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's actually of, like, set up on the servers for OTAs. I think it's it's that early. This of was an engineering, engineering yeah. demo yeah. 
full on. Um, so, but yeah, and, so and I'm, I'm being I'm being very sort of um, I'm, I'm trying to be candid about what it is that we got to play with, but then also like, like I'm, I'm I'm trying to be sort sort of I'm trying to find like how, how to be considerate of. Well, I might have run into a few sticky bits here, but that doesn't mean anything because the phone I'm using is literally an engineering demo, but which see, is in no way, shape, or form what consumers are going to experience. And, and But that's very important to specifically specifically mention in the video that you are using an engineering sure. unit um, and that some of these things could be uh, well, can and, would, and could be potentially software issues uh, that will obviously be fixed down the road when the unit is finalized. Well, no, we don't even I mean, know if the hardware T- is going to change. If, if we had 10 times more subscribers, then we could just go out there and say, Review. well, you sent it to me. Must be ready for prime time. I can't. I can't be fair and consider <laughs> I those saw, kinds I think of nuances. I want to say I saw somebody so. reviewing it on on the day of the embargo. I saw one person <laughs> title the video review. I really was <laughs> like, like, I was like, are you serious? I, I like, don't believe you. What? Uh, no, so um, <laughs> it was uh, the title. I think was it unboxing and review of the Xperia. Oh, one, that's all right. Uh, that's Pro. already BS. Like, and I was like, that, okay. that already makes me crazy. I like, love it. I. It was, uh, and I don't, no, I don't want to talk. I, you know, Anyways, I don't want to talk about that jerk. I, I don't okay. want to. I don't even want to bring it up. The phone is awesome, even it at is. like eighty percent functionality. It is one of the most monster performer content creator devices I've ever absolutely. had the pleasure of playing I, I, with. I, absolutely, and, and I'm sad my time with it has come to an end. But it was more about. You know, looking forward to some of the other things you can actually talk about a little bit more. So, uh, yeah. uh, I'm proper jealous that you do have Xperia 1 Mark III back in-house. I'm seriously considering whether or not I need to just order it. Oh and, my God! Can I can I get now. it to focus? Yes, Sony. Sony loves Sony. Sony will like Sony. I was like, dude, come <laughs> on, focus. Like it does amazingly on regular focus, but like today, okay. Well, at least we're it's behaving. There, there's but, there's that Sony AI. Game recognizes with, game with Zeiss T, uh, you know, uh, all of that stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Well, I'm sad that I don't, my time with the Pro was is gone, but I'm very happy that the one, the time with the One Mark Three is back. So uh, I'll be definitely uh, rocking that one. Definitely, since the 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 120 hertz, the 120, uh, sorry, the 4K 120 hertz display is full on gorgeous. Just and, gorgeous. And, and it's, yeah. It, it's all of the little lifestyle-y improvements, too, mm-hmm. where especially well, and, taking the Pro out and you're like, yeah. you know, as much as I really still like my Xperia 1 Mark II, it's so much easier to read this screen outside on the 1 Mark III and the Pro I. Right, yeah. That is, a, I mean, that is a, a, a respectable upgrade. I, I still have this issue. Like I said in my... Xperia 1 Mark III sort of comparison. I have a hard time with one-year upgrades, but mm-hmm. there are those little things like here in the United States, we didn't get 5G. The display gets a lot brighter. You have that kind of 60 or 120 hertz shift. Um, it, it is a little bit more powerful, even if the thermals can be a bit trickier to keep under control. All of those little touches, you know, like, this is the closest I think I've felt to saying like a one-year upgrade might be worth it to try and flip a one mark two it's very selective but the there's a the there's evolution specific. that sony's been going through has, has been really refreshing to watch i'm i'm 
I'm loving the direction they're going with with the one the Pro I. That's the difference in in here. I mean, the One Mark Three was announced early in the year, finally available in the markets. I think since late August. Um, but the reality of the matter is, you know, Pro I that should start shipping by the way mid December is yeah. it's a dramatic change, which I'm hoping is going to influence the One Mark uh, the One Mark Four that comes out next year next year. I'm hoping I'll that I'll be that, curious to see what they do if, there. Um, yeah, because there, there's it's there's a potential. There's potential for all of the different, excuse me, that camera sensors that Sony's playing with. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that one Mark IV will probably still end up with something closer to an iPhone camera sensor. And, and okay. again, it's, it's, it's when we're looking at the market, I think a number of manufacturers kind of target Apple and say, hey, you know, if they're selling a phone for over $1,000 with a smaller camera sensor in there, so can we. Mm-hmm. And and this this Androidy notion of a value proposition where if you're gonna be allowed to charge a little bit more for your phone, you have to overwhelmingly deliver har- radical hardware is is getting really tired. Um, when when you really kind of go up and down all of the hardware differences between these different devices, like mm-hmm. a OnePlus Nine Pro has a noticeably larger main camera sensor than an iPhone 13 Pro, comes in at a lower price, has a noticeably better ultra-wide camera, but OnePlus is not allowed to charge similarly. And I think people are going to try and pigeonhole a Sony saying like, well, how come the One Mark IV doesn't get the same larger sensor as the Pro i, but then you just charge me less? And you're like, Sony's never going to do that. No, Sony's never going to give the you. Pro. Yeah, <laughs> Sony's never going to give you all the pro hardware and then be like, "Oh, but here, here it is for six hundred dollars less." Our yeah. bad, you know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like to see that 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 ad right? would be like, "Sorry, we charge so much, uh, oh. but this is you know all of our pro equipment, all of the R and D, all the hardware that we have, all of the the heavy work that <laughs> the Alpha team's been putting in for all these years to provide you the best camera experience." Um, yeah, here you go, six hundred bucks. It'll be so, six hundred dollars so less than the last model. I, I think that'll be the dividing line. That is my yeah. that is my hypothesis. That we'll so, see okay. something that's that's a little bit closer to a one over one point six inch okay. camera sensor, one over one point seven, and they're going to keep the 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 bigger gooder camera sensor for the Pro, and they're going to keep the dual aperture mm-hmm. for the Pro. I, I, I really liked playing with play. the dual aperture, the f4 it's and f2. So it was it, it's like an it's serious so like you need that level experience at that. Oh man, Sam, so, what's it called? Samsung used to do it. Remember back when they yeah. supposedly? Oh, yeah, I have stopped. it right here in front of me. Here's my S10e, and this had yeah. the dual stage uh, aperture also. But the effect of seeing you stop down, I forget what it is. It's like f1.6 to f three or something like that I'm, let me just mm-hmm. boot it up instead of guessing i can just tell you um i thought but, it was like two point something but yeah no I, like f1.4 f1.67 to f2.8 uh, i don't i didn't think it was, it was that big of a jump and the now phone just doesn't want to start this is hilarious come on samsung all of these youtubers are out here saying that you're gooder at software than google and yet you're running like hot garbage right now after the most uh, recent one i UI finally update. downloaded one ui for beta on my fold um why would you yeah. do that to yourself samsung betas are i know samsung but i i'm i'm a glutton for punishment i all i can say is i um 
I'm, 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 oh, I, you're I mean, right. I, it's it's F1.5 and F2.4. Yeah. For some reason, I yeah. thought it was F3.5. I, I remember Samsung's um, uh, f-stop was the the difference in f-stop wasn't as 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 uh, as big. Here we're it's, jumping. A, it's not it's not the difference. I mean, when you go from f one point five to two point four, um, that's not quite a stop, but it's pretty close. Oh, um, the the issue is you're doing that on a one over two point five five inch. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of that, that yeah. difference. If you try and do that, like the equivalent focal, uh, not the equivalent focal length, the equivalent aperture of thirty five millimeter, we're like at f fourteen, right? <laughs> you know, like if we were to try and compare that output, it's it's dramatic. It's um, dramatic. Just how, right. Now, when we do that on a significantly larger camera sensor, like what's being used in that Pro I. Going from f two to f four is visibly different. Visibly, oh my god! Especially when you're trying to bring in for low light imagery, just to boost up, just to open up the lens, absorb more light. Just to me, it's just um, it's very noticeable, even in the images that you're looking at, the detail, how much you're able to pull out of that. So um, it's one of those things. I, I just have nice. to say, uh, I'm happy with the pro, with the one Mark three. And I'm happy with the with yeah. the new you know with the new telescope the the telephoto with the 70 and 105 on it and uh, the display the gaming all of those bells and whistles. Sure. I am missing that I'm missing the main sensor. I'll just say that that's one of my main things. I, um, I gotta say the the way that Sony conservatively applied telephoto with way less sub pixel software manipulation like. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty easy to arrive at a better image on a Samsung on their telephotos, both mm-hmm. on the S21 and on the Ultra. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Sony's more conservative and traditional photography um, solution there, it doesn't let the phone down. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's bad because it's quite good. That mm-hmm. dual stage telephoto is really, really good hardware. Oh, yeah. But once I start spending premium cash and I get to play with something that's photojournalism ready to go good on that Pro-I, I'm not too conflicted about the idea of going Pro-I with the larger sensor there and the dual aperture then, over the dual stage telephoto like if I have to trade I, yeah if I, I would I'm exactly in that same boat I would much rather my, yeah. Because the reality is we live with the primary sensor 90% of the time. The others are are there for occasions, for certain circumstances. But I feel like, I, you know, I typically don't jump too much into ultrawide, but I like to have it. Yeah. Uh, Telephoto is great, especially with my son when we're outdoors. Sure. But um, what, I'm, what I've enjoyed the most is just the ability of how much I'm able to spend that much time with the main sensor and focusing on all of the different uh, options that we get with the video uh, with imagery, low light, you know, changing, uh, you know, all the different options. And sure. the Video Pro, seriously, that's the it's one thing so I, good. I, I, I hoped there was an update for the One Mark III that had it. There's no Video Pro. You, we need Video Pro to come I'm, I'm to hoping, One Mark III I'm hoping something otherwise. analogous will come with uh, I hope Android so. 12. Because that's what yeah. they did with the One Mark II. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we didn't the, get all the Cinema Pro features until we got Android 11. the Android 12. Yeah. But I, I've got to, like, highlight it because... I pointed out time and time again, Sony is more traditional. This is more about the optics and the hardware. The The software isn't going to do all of that fancy, juicy social media stuff that you expect from a Samsung. When you're in Video Pro, did you play with the smooth zoom on that main sensor? Yes. 
I did, and I did a quite a, Sony quite a few shots. Is doing something there where the pixel cropping, as it's moving more and more to the dots in the middle of that sensor, that is some of the smoothest action I've seen on any phone, and I was not expecting to see it, anything that kind of it felt mechanical. Smooth. Yeah, it it felt it, like it, it was feels like a dolly the, zoom. It yeah, feels yeah, like absolutely. You're, you're pushing was, a camera on a cart exactly. on rails. It's that, so pretty. That's the level of zoom. Exactly. Yes. You know, um, I took it to the Descanso Gardens. Um, actually, with the when was the first time when we really got there and actually went and uh, it was amazing. It was like literally like you start the zoom. It doesn't start right away. There's a little bit of a delay. There's like a give. Simu- yeah. 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 There's a little bit of a give. Like an and S curve for how <laughs> exactly. it like flows in and out. It's and then so it pretty. does it and it gradually goes through. And then when you go in back, it does the exact same thing so that you get that natural smooth, uh, smooth like butter kind of. Uh, the mm-hmm. one thing I, I did get, didn't get a chance to – well, I, Video Pro has its own positives. And I, like I said, I hope that that does come over to the One Mark, II, uh, One Mark III. And even the One Mark II, I think the both can benefit from it. Um, mm-hmm. But the one thing I did miss, like with the One Mark II, because we had it for so long, um, Camera Pro is not in there. I didn't realize – you know what I mean? Like you, you, you play and you use it yeah. all the time, but then you don't have Camera Pro there. When you get Camera Pro and you start using it – so that's why like with the with the, you know, with the Pro Eye – and of course, with the One Mark Three, so I'm finally at least one step closer to the experience. Well, uh, but we'll hope we'll see Jonathan how it goes. Gao said he installed Video Pro off an APK, so if someone's already ganked an ah. APK for Video Pro, you might want to check that out. Okay, I will definitely check out that. Uh, I'll I will Google search or Jonathan if you want to hit me up. I'll uh, I yeah I I didn't think about doing it honestly. I didn't. I'll take that back. Uh, I tried it a while back when we were using the One Mark III at the beginning to try to bring over Camera Pro, but it didn't. Cam- yeah. Camera Pro wouldn't transfer over. I'm thinking maybe Video Pro is not as much of a, uh, you know, there's there's not as much library built up in there. It may be able to self to be more of a self contained, and I'll be interested to see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely like that app. I, I'm in a, hopefully Android 12, uh, maybe early 2022. We'll see how that goes. I'll be real curious to see because, like, I have a special line in the Pixel 6 video that I'm going to try and get out for tomorrow um, talking about how the Pixel 6 is not stock Android. Mm-hmm. We won't know what Android 12 stock Android looks like until Sony and Motorola start putting out some updates. So I, I feel like in this race, Sony will probably lead on some of these phones. I'm going to be really anxious to see what they do for updates on these like premium premium tier devices i think uh I, I, so I'm, I'm almost tempted to say i don't think material U will transfer over i feel like they're, they're probably going to stick to more of a aosb look I, I would probably say a little bit more but uh we'll have to see especially I, yeah. i'm interested to see if they bring in like material U is it's a different I can approach see, can't, can't you just see a bunch of sony alpha engineers going like but but there's so much wasted space. <laughs> We're Sony. We know better than everybody else. Those more buttons toggles. are too big. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just too big. Our display, you know. So I, <laughs> I, I, I hope that like, my goal is my, my hope is that um, I think that what they whatever they bring in, as you said, it would be very it would be functional. I think maybe that's why we like Sony so much. Sony mm-hmm. is a very functional approach to camera to devices to and it's it's absolutely functional. They don't put things in there if there's no function for them. And it's not a waste. It's not a matter of wasted space. It's about functionality. 
one thing I will say that no other device has that appeal to me is this. The ability of jumping into the camera application ready to shoot in less than one second by just pushing a button. Uh, the ability and of, you know. You don't have to readjust your grip to hit nope. a volume rocker or an on-screen button. Ev- everything you, is in Your the, finger that launched the camera app is already in place to hit the shutter button. I and don't understand how anyone could could come to any other conclusion other than that is the right design for a camera centric device. Absolutely. Any any anyone who would deign to pretend with bad infomercial hand acting that this is somehow complicated, slow or confusing I is only showing that they're bad at tech and they're terrible at photography. And oh. I feel like um, I feel like that's a bad look. It, it's a little bit of a, it's a quite a bit of a bad look. Um, it, it's just it's the little things, and I think that's what it is. It's once you're able to, you know, muscle memory kicks in, and you're not even thinking about it. Uh, you know, especially with my monitor behind me deciding to take a dive, and you know, reboot. <laughs> that's how we do it. Um, I have to say, you know, even when I go back to like some of my older ones, because I was thinking some of my older Sony's. I don't know if you remember this one, the Sony oh, from uh, T-Mobile. Yeah. This is this is the last T-Mobile Sony ever released. Oh, that's that's an antique. I love it. That is an antique. I that was my first intro into Sony toolless opening. Uh, I actually did break the SIM tray though. That that one is stuck. <laughs> it will not come out. Uh, water resistant headphone jack, but uh, yeah. No, so I, I, I really wished I had kept more from the pocket nowadays because I don't think, like Tony only ever wanted the, uh, the, 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 the big premium. So, you know, the 4K, mm-hmm. the, what were they called? The Xperia premiums, right? There's the Xperia Pro, uh, not the, uh, there's the, the premium, then there's the XZ, the XZ. Um, then before that, there was the ZV. Uh, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the anyway, conv- the, yeah, the, the only one I kept sure. was was the XZ1 Compact. Oh, that yeah, little, yeah, yeah, I remember. You really like that the, one, yeah. The perfect Mighty Mouse travel phone. So David Burns writes, I know you guys aren't into it as much, but I'm very excited for how material you will influence web design. Um, I'm actually a lot more positive on material you than I kind of... Like, like using the Pixel 6, there are some rough edges and we're we're biting off a lot like i think google might have bitten off just a bit more than they could really chew for a, mm-hmm. for one phone launch they're in the unenviable position of putting out a new phone with a new soc See, with yeah. a new camera sensor with a new operating system with a new ui element and a ton of new individual apps and services that have to run on those phones and it's basically tapping almost every single division of Google mobile, you know, their software divisions, their hardware divisions, and trying to keep all of those balls in the air is, is not, is not possible. Some, some of these things did slip through the cracks and there are obviously some rough edges on the pixel six. But what I'm kind of interested to see if they can pull off over these next couple months of updates and refinement, the one thing that kind of clicks in my brain Mm-hmm. When you start playing with Material U on the Pixel 6, there, there's a new idea of organizing notifications and toggles that, to me, looks very Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. The way that yeah, panels yeah. are modular, the way that things slide in and out and expand, the way that new, the buttons are they're bigger, so they take up mm-hmm. more space, but 
the way that they deliver information looks totally like L cars to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, for being a Star Trek nerd, that's like one thing. Like, okay, haha, that's kind of neat. I'm a nerd and I like that. But if you can combine that with an aesthetic that updates moment to moment with wallpapers, color accents, and app icons, mm-hmm. then you don't have something so nerdy, stark sci-fi. You have something that will eventually start to feel more organic. Like, moment to moment, as you give this thing different requests, it will adapt to the request that you're giving it, not just by moving panels around, but then literally changing color accents and wallpapers and the other pretty information as well, too. Mm Because, like, if you look at Star Trek, L cars are all of these just weird yellow rectangles and buttons and stuff. Um, if Google can pull that off over the next couple updates, or just not, I don't mean to pull that off. Like this is something that's going to be an ongoing evolutionary design. Oh, change I, I, for the absolutely. Next yeah. Material U is going to have to go but, through its evolutionary updates. Yeah. But I just mean, if they can kind of polish up some of how this phone represents that information, I think it's going to go a long way towards creating that more ambient companion device mm-hmm. where you're not, again, it, there's there's an there's an Android diehard user who wants to granularly control every aspect of their UI, and Pixel Six is not going to be for that individual out of the box. There's still plenty that you can do. You can slap another launcher on there, yada yada yada. But I feel moving forward that the mission from Google is to make this thing feel like it's more ubiquitous in the background of your day. And when you pick it up for a specific task, Mm -hmm. the phone is literally changing um, toggles, settings, control interfaces, and colors and accents to, to focus on that individual task. And then it will morph into something else when you have a different requirement. Um, That to me is really exciting. And, and, and even though I feel we're, there are some significant stumbling blocks in this immediate week one <laughs> incarnation of that idea, I can yeah. see so much potential for what it is that they might be able to, uh, for what they might be able to accomplish. Yeah, and, I mean, and if you if you got a chance to play with the betas and the alphas, you saw the evolutionary process that they went through. They didn't land on this right away. They actually went through, a, I think, a, the first interface, the colorful, was actually wasn't that good, but it was it was one of the stages. I, I mean, it's an mm-hmm. evolutionary, like you said, it's going to get better. Um, and my only hope, if anything, I think at this point, I think if I, they need to give us the option. I'm not saying get rid of the internet, uh, the the internet button or the toggle. But I think you should have an option for internet toggle as well as uh, Wi-Fi uh, option by itself. Because a lot of people, yeah. I think for me, having to click an option to go down and then disable Wi-Fi has been an extra step that I felt like was added. I understand sure. why they, they combined it. Functionally, makes perfect sense. The internet comes from either mobile data or Wi-Fi. But there is no toggle for Wi-Fi by itself. So I feel like I mean, for that step every time... Did- Dave is making fun of me, but tell me that doesn't look like L-Cars. It totally looks I mean, like L-Cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. And and all of this kind of morphs as I go through things. So as I'm, like, listening to a podcast, this panel becomes something different yeah. than when I'm firing up Cobuzz or watching a video. And all of these things kind of shift, and I'm getting notifications from my, from my Discord. You know, all, all of these things kind of mold themselves into... The, the 
the, the sort of shape of information that you need in that moment. I'm, I'm actually kind of positive on this idea for a notification shade. It, mm-hmm. it sucks that I guess you can only have eight toggles on a screen at one time instead of 12 or 16, but yeah, I don't know DPI that that really been... fundamentally changes my daily use of the phone. I just, I mean, it does mean I need to organize my top you're toggles used to, a little You're bit used better. to too much like an Xperia, right. man. You're, you're used to having more information on your phone. Let's just be honest. Well, I know no, no, what no, you're no. doing. Can, can, can you, do you, is your one, is your one Mark three booted up? Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull down that notification shade because on the Pro, you could only keep oh, um, six. Only, yeah, six. No, it's still yeah. six. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, dude. OTK. Oh, I don't, man. You know, oh, that's oh, stock oh, Android. I don't, I don't, you know, I feel like that's the correct, uh, the correct option. People always say it's, it's all about stock Android and stock Android only keeps six. Stock Android is six. It went back to six. So it's six, but then when you have it, when you have it collapse, it's still six. You still have yeah. six different options when it's at the most minimal. Where, sorry, this is the one Mark II. So I, I had both sitting in case we were going to talk about the one Mark II. You know, um, no, oh man, okay, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Dang it, I, I, I did, I do know though. At one point, it used to be more. We used to have more. Uh, yeah, more so like Vivo starts at six and then it goes down to twelve. Yeah, no, yeah. so. Uh, I know we. I used to. We. Well, sorry, take it back. I, I've modded phones in the past to be able to initiate. So there are, you know, exposed modules. I used to fix that for Samsung phones and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure Greg uh, have, have played with that. But uh, you're right. I, I, I think it's guys. something that we're going to have to see how Sony approaches it in Motorola. The two that typically are known for close to to stock experience as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, Sony, obviously, first beginning of the year, 12, 12 of nothing crew. I like that. <laughs> Shop is like, so I Duo, Duo goes from six to eight. Okay, that's not that bad. That's pretty good. So uh, that's, Sony sticks you know, with six and six. <laughs> six and six. And I feel like the Pixel going from four to eight. Again, I, yeah. I, I understand why someone gets familiar with a certain way that they control and interact with their phone. I'm having a hard time. Yeah really caring Samsung about 12. that kind of UI yeah. change when I can appreciate that for a lot of people out there who pull down that notification shade and just see 12 random icons with little shapes and the font smaller because you've got to pack more information in in a, in a denser profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't fundamentally change how I use my phone because I do take the time to organize my settings. Oh, I, and Yeah, and, no, I and think everything. that's the, one of the things when and you're it, setting up your phone. And it likely improves the situation for someone who wasn't inclined to really interact with pages of tiny little icons up in that notification shade. I, okay, I get it. Okay, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying someone's wrong for, for not liking this i mean as a personal preference like it or don't like it i'm having a hard time acting like this is a tragic non-functional they've destroyed the functionality of the notification shade i feel that's overreacting and there are probably other things that we could legitimately be criticizing to help improve the conversation going forward on what the pixel 6 needs to address I, I I think it, as time goes on, we'll probably get more options to customize and more features added into the Pixel experience because this is not the 
end-all, be-all conversation. This is just literally, as you said, week one after public. You know, they made the, the official announcement of Android 12, I think, at the beginning of October, right? As October, Yeah, beginning of October. They announced it. We, we saw the announcement. And then a week later, or once the announcement of uh, you know Pixel 6, 6 Pro, we saw the official uh, you know Pixel version of Android 12, and then we all of our, all the Pixel devices that are supported received it. So we need to give it some time. We need to see how the options come in. And I'm hoping that Google does listen and add in some of those functions that I think a lot of people that loved sure. about custom, you know, the stock Android adding more toggles possibly. I mean, their, their, we'll explanation, their explanation makes sense. Oh, I if don't disagree. I think... if, if you're a power user like we are, we understood the kind of dual functionality of these tiny little icons up there. Mm-hmm. If you handed this phone over to sort of the bread and butter sort of the core idea of an iPhone or a Pixel consumer, mm-hmm. having a toggle that just says internet likely helps them not need to go digging through two different settings tabs in the phone settings. So I understand Absolutely. the engineering think, you know, like the people who are most going to be helped by that are never going to contribute to that conversation on social media. The people who are going to be annoyed by that are going to gnash teeth and clutch pearls and act like the sky is falling because you changed something that was simply and directly functional for how we used our phones. It's just, again, I feel like there's... I've I've been saying this in so many of my videos recently, and I'm definitely sounding like a broken record. I just feel like there's a a certain bit of perspective Mm -hmm. into how serious these things are. I think it's more serious that... Material U is currently contributing to significant app and game instability. I feel it's more important to talk about onroading app developers so they can update for Android 12, and we don't get those weird funky stutters in Twitter. We don't get that app crashing in YouTube Studio. We can address performance concerns. I think mm-hmm. it's more important to talk about icon updatability so that more app developers can fit into the aesthetic. Your apps don't stand out. They become a part of this material you aesthetic. I feel all of those things are so much more critical to be focusing our attention on and to be addressing so that, you know, Google has the right fire lit lit under the right part of their collective asses that we get the positive change. To to be so concerned about a two-stage toggle for internet Mm -hmm. to me is is lower on that list. It's not off the list. It's just way less significant than like actual performance concerns should be. Oh, I, I not only that, I, I feel like a, a very, very easily somebody will make an app for it that you could probably just have somebody else focus on it. It, it was more of a, like I said, it was more function. I understand. It makes perfect sure. sense. You're right. For somebody picking it up and to, to the, to the, um, non-specific users i mean like yeah the internet is the right answer it, it is the internet and you get it from two different sources either mobile data or wi-fi um my thing yeah. was mostly because and, and i typically saying... turn off wi-fi when i leave home but i could also I... just set up a rule right. uh, i mean android 12 a location could, based, right could, yeah no yeah. totally geolocate set it up the moment i leave my house turn off the wi-fi and the moment i come back home turn on wi-fi I, i'm being lazy i'm not trying to make it sound like i don't know how to make it better it was just, I was, again, it was more of a, a used or habit. Right. I'm I, used I, I to just swiping, mean, it, turn it's, off. It's, and not even, it's not even to try and, like, you know, make you defend it or, or like, this is this is why you should like it. I, I Like it or don't like it, I, I, I feel, again, it's this, like, it's either got to be perfect for the thing I'm familiar with or it's garbage style of commentary. 
right? No, no, Th- by this, no means this is, am I, yeah, this I'm is not different. diving down that path. Yet. And if you were genuinely tuned in to like the airplane mode toggle and mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi toggle and long pressing those toggles so you could get directly into shortcuts and settings, you're right, this is one extra click. Um, but but to me, it's it's that is not a functionality breaking UI change. No, absolutely, it's unfamiliar yeah, no. and it's different. And I do it's... agree that it's a little clumsy the way they just decided to make this change based on the way that we've always interacted with Android toggles in our notification shade. But to have these conversations, and again, I got to get off of like Twitter Spaces because a bunch of tryhards love like setting up these public forums where they're such amazing software development experts. Um, But to act like Google is trying to break the functionality of their products, it's that tone that that just needs to sit down. I feel it's totally fine to have criticisms and to not like this. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You're entitled to to your own personal... Because we've met so many members of like the Google hardware and the Google software teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, first of all, Google is not one singular mind. It's a it's a collective of all of these tiny little absolutely, individual and it's not pockets. one one single team. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Everything we right. get in Pixel is a collaborative. But, but they're effort. acting like there's a boardroom meeting and there's some guy in a suit saying, "You know what we need to do is break our product," and then they all pat themselves on the back in these Twitter spaces. Go, but but I mean, like who? Who is Google even making this phone for? I just can't figure out why they would change this one tiny aspect of my Wi-Fi toggle. This is unusable. I mean, I just, I can't even figure out how to do, it's, I, I mean, it's like broken. And you're like, that's hack? And I feel there, yeah, there's better. there's it's it's one thing to mention you know saying okay look I I, would, I appreciate the, the extra toggle I my answer to it wasn't even actually there was anything wrong with it I felt like we just need a separate toggle if it was an additional toggle added if you just wanted Wi-Fi by itself For sure. um, but it was to me I never thought it, w- it was broken I, when I first used it it was like it made made sense to me makes perfect sense Wi-Fi Man, and, I was, and mobile data I, I mean, in the like, same spot. I feel, I feel I need to drag you into some of these Twitter spaces for moral support. I've seen you. Yeah, I know. I Because like, I'm sitting there and just going like, these uh, people should know better. They ha- I mean, like we're talking some, some larger reviewers and people that have been around for a while and they're playing this game and I don't like this game where they're taking a week one phone and they're run, they're putting it through a ringer that they would it's, it's never just, put yeah, a Samsung creating, through. Yeah, creating drama for the sake of drama is not it's not it's not it's, it's not, not a good it's look. It's not tech It isn't because people will see through it. That's the other thing. You have to really focus on the on the on the basics. Focus focus on what really makes sense in there. Is this a a, a breaking feature? No, it's a it's a convenience tool so that you don't have to go dig for it. Um, sure. Does it change the experience at the end of the day? No. I like I said I. I very well know that I could have just set up a rule inside of Android 12 uh, or, you know, in Android just to, again, the moment I leave this geofencing around my home, turn off Wi-Fi and then turn it back on whenever I'm back in there. And it would have saved myself the time of having to do it. It just, I, I was too lazy to do it. Um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, but, but I will say this though. I mean, the, the UI elements, the, the new interface of what material you use bring in, I felt like was something that was way overdue from what, what, what Pixel and what Google has been doing. We've had stock Android referenced as Pixel for so long that for the sake of just any company and any, any you know, I've worked with many PR companies and they've mm-hmm. always referenced 
Pixel UI as stock Android. And then I try to explain to them, this is Google's version. This is Google's version of Android on Google Pixel. Skin. Yeah, yeah. It, it, stock Android does not have everything that's in there. Um, you know, you haven't. You know, if you don't install AOSP on your system, you're not really running stock. But then I think you know they finally decided to take the leap and then make it so that it's so different than AOSP that it becomes their own version. It's like their own mm-hmm. one UI. So I'm I'm very happy with Material U. I like the approach and I can see the potential of where things can go. And, and I and I honestly it's more of a let's see how how much how they can make it better type of an experience. Um, sure. And that's the benefit is it, it does get better. And if you're not happy with the launcher, like you said, Nova Prime to the rescue. Uh not no, I am no, trying seven actually I, I'm yeah, I, 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 I didn't install I, Nova. So on on my Pixel, I'm still running stock. I, I I'm uh-huh. trying to 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 go through as long as I can so without it. it it's, but on my it, Xperia, it, it, I did install Nova right away because that's that's what I'm used to using. I like Nova Prime. Sorry. It, it's it's really just a matter of familiarity, and for all those dark yeah. years where like the LG launcher was just such hot oh, garbage. Yeah, I know it was always a challenge. That I got time. tapped into Nova. I can't really. I mean, like there, there's like a like Square Launcher. I think is is pretty good, but Microsoft Launcher really needs to live on the Duo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm running Fun Touch on the Vivo and I trying know, to keep it fun. with that. I do not like the out of the box settings on the Poco because they have that yeah. split notification. It's swipe on one side for your notification, swipe on oh, the other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, actions. yeah, MIUI 12.5 automatically turned on. It used to be an option, by the way. MIUI, and, and yeah, MIUI didn't glad, give it to you automatically. I'm glad they can still disable it, but I hate can. that that's their default. default. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be where you you didn't you have to turn it on. or You can still technically change it, but out of the box, they're really kind of like saying, you know, we're going this way. You're going to have to go with us and... um don't get me wrong. It's it's like, yeah, are we copying an iPhone much? But, you know, it's like... And and it's one of the dumbest things to copy on an iPhone. It is not it is, good design. Uh, so, yeah, no, for me, I, I usually disable it as well. Yeah, it's one of those... Um, I, I I think, if anything else, I'm also uh, very happy with the way... Um, what's it called? Uh, Oppo did uh, Android 12. They actually stuck to their version mm-hmm. of you know, it it really still feels like Oppo Color OS 12 and That's the experience good. on it still really, you know fits nicely so I see uh, I mean like I, I need to catch up so is OnePlus. I, I, like I've gotten a little a little bit more playtime in with um Xiaomi mm-hmm. I have spent very little time playing Oppo so when oh. our OnePlus 9s start getting swapped over to I, I, <laughs> It's going to be a, a... It's going to be soon. It is. It's going yeah, to be very... But, I but feel like Android 12 is going to be... Yeah, when full-on Android 12 comes up, um, I'm, I am running the, the beta right now on the OnePlus uh, 9, not the 9 Pro. Um, so I'm I'm a little bit of playing here and here, but it, it's coming. Yeah, no, Color OS is going to be the base. Um, and it's actually a pretty solid uh, experience. Still very fast, very intuitive, a lot of nice function. And they're adding... Uh, I'm hoping that does actually come over. So Oppo has, uh, what's it called, PC Connect. Uh, it's a tool for them to do PC interface with your phone so that you're able to transfer files, kind of like how Samsung does it with their yeah. PC uh, PC experience. But this one is more uh, an app that you install on any Windows PC, and then you can just seriously like open files, edit files directly That's from cool. the phone, see the home screen. You can, you can shut off the screen on your phone. It still sits there. So I'm hoping for some little things. I think Realme introduced that last year, and Oppo is finally catching up to that. So it's very happy. I'm very happy about that part, so for sure. Um, 
but yeah, Android 12 is, is now all the story. Google is out, and everybody's beta testing it, and hopefully we'll see them out soon. One well, UI... Uh, all I can feel say much. is, is uh, I, I feel like hitting Samsung with some of that Pixel energy. Um, my Pixel 3a has Android 12 on it, and Samsung is supposed to be gooder at software, but where's Android 12 for the Galaxy A50? Um, it doesn't have it. It's no, not out it won't immediately. Be a, it won't, and it wouldn't be a beta for a while. It'll, it'll be probably later. If, if, if I talk about Samsung the way that a lot of these YouTubers are talking about Google, then we need to come to the most um, unkind interpretation of their corporate actions. And we need to then put a blanket statement about how Samsungs are now unusable garbage because we can't get day one operating system updates. Or, or consistent, two, consistent two and three year old phones. Yeah, no, no, it it is. I mean, you have that's to be really fair. the only conclusion I can come to is you've got to throw all of your Samsungs in the garbage, and they're completely unusable. And even though they functioned fine yesterday, mm-hmm. now they don't have Android twelve. So you what, you should never. If buy you don't them. have Android twelve, what do you have? That's the you question. have nothing. You, you have, have nothing. nothing, sir. Therefore, I said nothing. Good day. It is over, and I think, yeah, you're right. Everybody should be buying Pixel 6 Pro, <laughs> Pixel 6, uh, or even the 4A, or, you know, anything, anything <laughs> Pixel. If you don't have it on day one, what do you have? Um, no, I mean, it is it's it is frustrating how we can – so don't get me wrong. Everybody will find something to get on and get, sure. on, get on the soapbox and obviously talk to it. Absolutely. At the end of the day, what you need to do is understand what you have and where you're going. If you buy into an ecosystem and you're doing your research – you're going on YouTube and you are watching videos about this product. The hope is that you're getting the right impression of it. So you know what you're getting mm-hmm. into as opposed to a person's bias over one side to the other. Uh, don't get me wrong. Samsung has on their flagship flagship, they're doing much better than they used to before. But at the end of the day, you're right. The A series, the one that sells the most is probably going to be to get the least amount of attention yeah. because it's not their flagship, which also doesn't sell as much as their A series. Which, so, which, no, no, no. So I, I don't, I, I, I mean, like I'm obviously being a snarky butt. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, we know. Obviously but. I'm, I'm taking this to an absurd extreme because that's kind of how I feel. This commentary spins out of control whenever we talk about anything that's not Sam Apple. Absolutely. If you are a Samsung fan and you live in the real world where Galaxy S sales are down 40% over the last mm-hmm. two years, yep, but yep. Galaxy A sales have skyrocketed, you need to be critically excited about what's going on with the Pixel 6 because that's really the only thing that's going to put more pressure on Samsung to deliver longer update windows and longer support windows for Galaxy A and hopefully mm-hmm. bring some of the more bleeding edge features into that price tier. I am I am like 97% confident the reason we are not also trying to add an S21 FE into our review lineup right now is because Pixel 6 rocked what Samsung was expecting. And I yeah. genuinely believe that what, what's being manufactured, what will be out in January, all they're trying to do is distance themselves from how much of a price cut Pixel 6 got. And that's it. So when we see you know, Google talking about custom SoC in most of the world, Samsung has their Exynos. They yep. have control 
over how long those software support windows should last. And if you start seeing Galaxy A-Series getting on to three years, four years of support, you have Google to thank for that. And that's, to me, what we should be like critically excited, even if you're not going to buy the phone. This is what, hopefully, good competition it's, is going to I, I was table. just about to say, it's exactly what the, what the word competition brings to us as a consumer. It's the ability of not only pushing and allowing innovation to come through, but also allows us to actually benefit from it by having companies compete with each other. This is why Sony, to me, still... For me, even though you know they're 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 advancing their technologies in more of an alpha state, mm-hmm. um, they're definitely doing it in the right way. I mean, they're they're not really necessarily competing as much since LG is not in the game in there, in there. But what they're doing essentially is just doubling and tripling down on what they do, and that's because they've learned that while everybody's removing features as a way of of saying this is premium. They're mm-hmm. like, no, we're going to keep and improve and sure. double down. Quad DAC, audio input. That second, see, one thing I didn't get a chance. So, so this is the thing. Um, this, and I'm hoping it does. So I pre ordered the little display from uh, um, B&H because I'm such a geek. I know it's hilarious. 200 bucks. It's crazy. But I'm hoping it works with this guy. I'm really hoping it works with this because if it, if it does, oh my God, this is going to be so That's cool. Yeah. CES vlog on this all the way with that little yeah. display so I, i'm hoping it shows so it's supposed to ship by the by mid-december somewhere like that mm-hmm. even with a little bit delays whatever i'm hoping it just shows up before like the week before ces land <laughs> in my lap i'll take it with me and i'll test it at ces <laughs> but i do want to just a couple shout outs we got steve deroche uh in oh the dude yeah, too. yeah after watching easy computer solutions i think i'm good with keeping my v60 for way longer than i expected to keep it uh, I, I mean we're still on kind of yeah, LG yeah. Oh, sorry. Watch for software, but I keep kind of sneaking back to my V60 in between all of these really awesome bleeding edge current tech phones. That V60 is going to be a tank for a while. Absolutely. Like I think it's yeah. going to be it's, solid it's... for a while. Yeah. How's... And then we also have uh, uh, My Tech Review. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ronaldo. Yeah, Rolando. Rolando's in. Uh, we can we can say hey, what's up there? Chop is and in there as well. Uh, Walt is in Chop. there, and then so Walt's asking is how how well is how well is Sony on the software update? Uh, they're consistent. They're not on they're not on the monthly cycle they're, as they're, far as the ability of updating every month. But I think no, uh, no I think they're like on every uh, the quarter the quarter cycle. But, you know, if uh, it's not, yeah, it's it's either quarter or every other month. I. I, I really have a hard time remembering or getting in a the amount of time that yeah it, with the one mark I don't, two it, it I don't felt believe like... you're really in line for more than two OS updates but mm-hmm. they kept pushing out security patches to my Xperia one my XZ one compact mm-hmm. for a surprisingly long time um, and I had the unlocked model that didn't quite work with uh, T-Mobile voiceover. Uh, oh, VoLTE, VoLTE, or no, voiceover, voiceover Wi-Fi, didn't whatever. Oh, you mean didn't Wi-Fi work calling, Wi-Fi calling, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fingerprint sensor didn't work because of all those weird licensing issues. Um, but that phone got like a surprising number of security patches. I'm gonna grab my Xperia One Mark One. I haven't fired that up for a while, and I want to see if maybe it's gotten any. Any, I'm, uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it has. Love. I'm sure it has some some massive amount of software update. And while you're picking it up, uh, we'll go ahead and show it to everybody on the show. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, it's I have pretty. A, 
I got my Xperia's all laid out. Uh, Chemi on the in the uh, on Twitter today said, "TK, uh, why don't you show us how much Sony do you really have in the office?" And I was like, "I don't. I'm not. not I'm not that of kind of like. I, I mean, I kind of feel like." I kind of feel like you're a good ambassador for telling I, that story. I I'm I I put stuff together and I think I may be missing a couple of things, but yeah, no, I I, I like camera wise, I've I'm, on personal purchased cameras, I've spent close to seven to eight thousand dollars, if not more, on hardware <laughs> uh, alone. And I'm not done buying nice. lenses. I mean, I always love you, but yeah, no, uh, I'm trying to sell the A7 III uh, to get the A7 IV and. Uh, the A7S3 is doing great. The E10 is doing great. Uh, my Handycam, my RX100. This is a lot. And then, of course, the mobile Xperia department. That feels like it practically practically lives in my in my in my office right now. Um, but yeah, no, I it was definitely very, very, very nice. Shared a video, the, the Pro APK uh, on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll I'll hit it up as soon as I'm done with. Uh, I'm not gonna hit it up as soon as I'm done. I'm gonna try to do it right now. Let's do it live, man. Doing it live. Uh, we we got to do it live. We got to install it and get it going. Uh, just got to log into my Insta, you know, kicking it with my buddies, and I'm in. Uh, <laughs> this is yeah, Michael Corcoran, the Pixel 3 did get its last update, though. So it did make it to the Android 12 train, but I think it's now off the reservation for for future support. And I would imagine that Pixel 3a is probably right behind it. So I think my little 3A, uh, which I mine is still on the beta track. So I wonder if that'll mean anything different. But I it think did, it's pretty it, much it at didn't the end, up, of its, end of its line, too. The 3A or the... the uh, no, Pixel 3 is now mm. oh, uh, out, yeah. of, out of updates. It got to Android 12, and now it's no longer getting the same sort of uh, support updates. With yeah, the, the, love, the love has been... Um... Let me see if I can open it. So I got the I got the drive link. Sorry, I'm excited. I'm gonna see like if this thing works, it'll be nice. Okay, Video Pro version two APK. Come on, baby. Come on. Do it. Do Downloading. It. Okay, good. It's starting. It's it's a it's not that bad. Okay, surprisingly, only 38 megs. Uh, let's see. Install. Install. Please, 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 please. Okay, open. <laughs> uh, We're all in pins and needles. I know. I no. 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 Okay, I'm waiting for the boot up screen. Allow, allow, allow. <laughs> Videography Pro. It's doing the tutorial screen. Skip, this is awesome location. audio podcasting, by the way. I feel like yeah, this absolutely is the best for everybody on the audio side. Done. This is definitely. Oh my and god! And this... is it? Oh hey, look at that! Look at that! I'm TK through That's the camera through the Sony saying hello to the buddies. <laughs> I feel like, like uh, if, if you could if you could get that little portable display working and you're using Video I am, Pro, I, because that's so. Here's the thing: yeah, Video Pro was the only kicker that you needed for that because I think that's the app that works. I don't think Cima Pro plays with it. So this is part one. Now part two would be to get that display but, and connect it. But hold on, doesn't Cinema Pro have an option for a clean HDMI output? So if they could do a clean uh, output, do that, then wouldn't I, that be able to work with kind of any display? So shouldn't Cinema Pro still work with the little mini portable display? I'm hoping. So align camera, tutorial, accessibility, grid, flame lines, stability, project. Um, Very interesting. It would be. So 
I mean, honestly, if nothing else, I am just stoked the fact that I have Cinema Pro on the One Mach 3. Uh, it's like, dude, it's like party time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think you you really need it. It's one of those apps that you really like. Uh, okay, I can see what's going on right now. Oh, no, wait, that's Cinema. <laughs> I, I jumped back into Cinema Pro, and I'm thinking, I was like, why is it too dark? It's because it's not the – I didn't set up the ISO in the shutter. What, thank you very much, Jonathan. appreciate it, uh, man. Uh very, very much. It looks like a really nice. And if, wow. Oh, and um, I think uh, Rolando's asking, what about Filmic Pro? I think Filmic does support the One Mark III now, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't get it. I didn't install it yet. But at the, I think at the time we were, um, when we were first looking at it, we didn't have, um, Filmic wasn't supporting it yet. So I can definitely check that out right now. Um, well, it, it's um, like, I think Filmic has done a much better job of kind of opening opening up their side of the compatibility issues that we've seen mm-hmm. with a number of Android phones. And the newer camera APIs seem to be helping with that. Yeah, it's it, often it not. Um, it, but it's often not whether or not it'll install. It's whether or not Sony is going to give up permissions to fully utilize mm-hmm. all of the cameras. Like I, I can't remember which phone on my desk I just recently put through and it was kind of a bummer. But like you could, oh, oh you know, it actually, it still might even be my OnePlus 9 now that I say this. Um, you can go into Filmic, you can fire up the main camera, 4K, 4K 30, oh, yeah. everything's working great. And it doesn't then you grab try all, to, all of the, the uh, focal It doesn't grab so, all the yeah. lenses. But then exactly. when you try and go in and do something like, hey, I really want to do the higher bit rate at 4K 60, yeah. and you try to hit that, the whole thing just black screens and crashes. So Filmic is, is I mean, I got to give them a lot of credit because it's not easy keeping up with all of the various permutations of different Android phones. I think they're, they're actually doing a remarkably good job of trying to keep up compatibility. It's more, will the manufacturer give up access Control, to those controls? Access to it, yes, and it's annoying because, like, I look at some of the hardware on a phone like the OnePlus 9 Pro, and I really want more control over that hardware, but OnePlus, I think it's a OnePlus thing. OnePlus mm-hmm. isn't giving us that access. So, yeah. so it, it's tricky trying to kind of suss out, like, hey, I really like using Filmic as this interface, but is it a them? Is it a Filmic problem or is it a manufacturer problem when their app runs like garbage? And it's kind of hard to tell sometimes, but lately, I think it's more the fault of the manufacturers. Yeah, no, uh, and I and I totally understand it, Darren. I, uh, so Darren's kind of explaining. He's like, I know Samsung and Pixel and most owners and you know are talking about Android twelve, but yet um, he's still running Android eleven with uh, you know MIUI twelve point five. No, you're right. Uh, no, I think it's cute. He's like, oh, I'm still running Android Android eleven, and you're like, I'm looking at my Surface Duo. Still on Android 10. <laughs> My LG V50 Dude. just got its Android, Android 11 update. 12. Where like most I, most know, of the world is catching up to 11. Actually. No, no, I, I, but it, it, the reality is the the A series, especially even if we're talking Samsung or even Xiaomi devices, um, more of the mid range. Those are the ones that if they are eligible for an upgrade, it'll probably be around the the time the new version of Android is when they're getting their la, their yeah. you know current generation. Sure. Uh, software updates are are. I mean, the reality of the matter is, the more devices you put out, the more 
software becomes very important. But I don't think right now companies are expanding that much and they're not unifying their code the way they're building it for devices, making it mm -hmm. more an easier install. So this is the concern, though. Every device has their own you know, camera sensors, hardware-specific uh, changes between one device to another. Mm -hmm. And it's not an easy just slide in, slide out, remove and just copy-paste kind of a thing. So, uh, well, and it, especially once we start talking about some of these fancier devices, because there's so oh. much custom hardware and custom code that, like, and, I understand when there's kind of a delay. Yeah. Um, but, but it is. I mean, like, we've got a couple of people like Michael Corker and uh, my G8X just got Android 11 and Duo 1 is on Android 10. And same thing. Like, if I pick up an LG V50, LG, who's supposedly so bad at updates, and then also they've shuttered their smartphone division. And you're like, but they still beat the duo <laughs> to, to Android Android 11. So oh, really, man. my hope my hope is because I'm looking at my Duo 2 and I'm looking at my OG Duo. There's a part mm -hmm. of me that kind of hopes Microsoft just says NARP, and they just push okay. pause. Maybe putting out like bug fixes and security patches. Obviously, you don't want to leave people out in the cold. And then they just wait till Android 12L, and we go from Android 10 to, to 12L, 12L. Yeah. all in one jump on the Duo. And honestly. I'd kind of be fine waiting that out rather than going through these like transitional steps in between. I'd rather just go straight to sort of the core tablet-y version of this that Microsoft has been contributing a lot of code mm -hmm. to improving Android for the style of usage. I'd rather just see that that as a more realized version of I, what I, they have. I, no, I, I agree. And I think for the Duo specifically, yeah, waiting to, lay, uh, to L, build L is definitely going to be the right one to go with. Uh, most devices are not going to notice a lot, but tablet form, especially with Google's interface, trying to focus on that on that format again, which they kind of left For a while sure. back. Um, it's a very refreshing. Um, I mean, we I'm not saying Pixel tablets are going to come down again, but I'm at least we you know appreciate what we see with the Duo, the two, the those yeah, those. No, because I'm I'm with you. I, I don't think it's going to be about a Pixel tablet. I think. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got some pretty good rumors and leaks around a Pixel foldable, but I really I, think I, yeah. if it's if it's a standalone slate, it's going to be Chrome. Mm -hmm. If it's more of a phone modular idea, then it seems like Google is a little bit more interested in putting Android on that. And yeah. that's where I think that dividing line is going to be. Like if it's something that's right up to a Galaxy Fold, Google is going to say, hey, you should use Android with that. And then as soon as you cross over into something that's more of a traditional slate, they're going to say, no, 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 no. Chrome OS is the correct solution. I, and and I think they've done it. Yeah, no, the the, the uh, Pixelbook Go is still a champ with the hardware that it has. I feel like it's definitely, um, I forgot the name of the other tablet that they released, the last tablet that, that ran Chrome OS. Remember the one with the magnetic uh, connectors mm -hmm. to the keyboard that they were having yeah. a lot of performance issues because the optimization, you know, like the processor or I forgot what it was. It never really took off. It was a, it was a product that was launched, but it was never really as popular. And then the Pixelbook Go comes in and just like says, hold my beer. Everything just works Pixel as it should. has been so good. Such a solid piece of hardware. Lex has thrown that downstairs. She spilled uh, chocolate milk on it. I, I've There's seen. A, I, have okay, a, so. I, I need to do like a, like a recap on it because this, this poor laptop has, has gone not through. been treated well. You've, you've put it, it through the, your uh, your shake and bake and testing department, I see. Like, okay, there's I even, see. like, a crack. Like, a, like you can see almost some of the exposed circuit board up by the speaker. <laughs> like, she has... My daughter is brutal. 
She is a brutal six-year-old. Um, Man, you know what? But, like, this is how it engineers keeps coming learn. back for more. Juan, this is <laughs> right. how engineers learn. They like, destroy things. In, at, at, at the, in the beginning, they destroy things. At some point, light turns on, and then they start building. So investment in the future. That's what I would call it right now. I, I feel um, like a, a one pixel book go is a small price to pay Faye, for, for her uh, future for the future of, of Mrs. Uh, hey, we got of, uh, Scoop in the chat. What's up, Scoop? <laughs> Scoop, oh my, my camera buddy. Again, a, another one that I think uh, is is just uh, we, we should try and because Scoop is in uh, Nevada, so we should try and have Scoop oh same on time zone as a guest. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. I think we, we're missing. We 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 are we're overdue for another. Uh, I know. I think, and especially uh, as, as camera pals, I feel like you know you shooting on Sony and his oh the pixel his slate, experience yeah, as a photographer. You guys would uh, you guys would have out, a lot to talk about, and Dude. I'll just sit here and kind of like you know kind of rub <laughs> the paste off of my teeth, like using all my Panasonic cameras. So, I believe me, I was I was a hardcore Panasonic for the longest for for the longest time. I switched Canon to Panasonic before Sony. But it was it was the autofocusing that drove me crazy, and and the weird thing about it is, even though I use Panasonic as my main camera, my B camera was always a Sony, mm-hmm. and I've gotten so many compliments over the years saying, "How the heck is your a- how is this the overhead focuses so good? How is it that you're able to keep things in line and it just looks great?" And I'm like, it's a Sony Handycam. It's not even a main camera. It's a Handycam. It's intended for vacations. It's a kid for you on hand. Walk around behind you know the kids, and you're like, "Okay, honey, do that That's jump." Hilarious. That's the camera that I uh, and um, so Jordan from XDA a long, long, long time ago when I first started joining the uh, when I was building up and doing everything, um, he hooked me up with a setup. He he showed me how he was doing it and how he did it. And that camera, the AX fifty three, it's an oldie. It's definitely not mm-hmm. new. But works so nice. Like the, all the footage you see from the uh, from the uh, the TV, the TCL TV show, that was yeah. shot on that on that camera. It, it's that oh, nice. good of a secondary camera. It it does even in slightly lower light. It did very nice and it focused very clearly on that. Um, so it was. It, I, I what I did is when I put the E10 to replace it, um, I now use it more of a handheld for B roll outside. So it works out. I I don't like to get rid of cameras. <laughs> I have a problem. I have too many actually. I'm, but, um, I'm, I'm with you there, but I don't think I've ever amassed as many camera bodies as you do because I still have my old Kodaks. So I have two yep. Kodak camera bodies. And you have and your I Canon. Have, I have my 7D. Yeah, I remember that one. But now most of this is G85 and G9. And I think mm-hmm. I need to retire this G85 at some point because you were saying like the good. autofocus. I need something micro four-thirds. I would prefer 4K60. But yeah. what I really want is eye detection, face detection, autofocus that can track while not shooting video. And that's G9, but I don't want to spend another $1,000 on a second G9. Or the G85. G85. Uh, the G85. 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 Sorry. G85 has the great face detect, and it's pretty good when you're shooting 60 frames per second, but it only does 1080p 60. Um, it's really slow and stuttery when you're doing 30 frames because it's it's really trying to take it every frame mm-hmm. and then refocusing from there. And that's enough time where you can drift a lot in between as it tries to kind of pulse through the focus. But it only does autofocus when you're recording. When you're shooting. Yeah, I remember that so, part, yeah. So like if right now... What I I'm doing set, right now is, yeah. I've set a longer... I mean, so I'm, I'm shooting this at F8, jacking the ISO... And oh, then you're the shooting softer this? background. No, no, no. I'm not shooting it. 
I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I've got my aperture set to f8, so I have a longer depth of field, so that I, you see, it's not refocusing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. But I'm not crazy out of focus just when I lean back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm just you, using give NVIDIA you a little broadcast. bit of a give. Your window's bigger. Yeah, no, I yeah, got, I got, yeah, yeah. And I'm just using NVIDIA Broadcast to kind of blur out my background a little. Um, that's not ideal. And I'm using a lot of camera here for something that's actually not great. And I and so. I just realized that the, this whole show, I never changed the background and the logo. Hey, way to go, TK. Way to go, TK, for not doing the, Such a one, rookie jo- the one job, the one thing you that you trust me. You had one job, to, Exactly. It's just to set up the stinking um, show, which, uh, by the way, there okay, is so. a slight possibility. Can Can we talk about next week's show a little bit? Possibly different timing? Maybe. Maybe? I don't know. Okay. Are, are, can we talk about next? Well, no. It's more about just our timing. I think we're, we have a, a certain possible... Obligation. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll say this. Um, <laughs> next week's show may potentially be airing a little earlier in the maybe. day. Maybe. Per chance. Because of potentially something happening during the time that we normally would be hanging out with you guys like right now true so that was as clear as, as clear as mud that's pretty much the most opaque clarity i think we've ever delivered um uh, but yes we we might need to shift next week's broadcast or or maybe I, do it like the day after yeah or yeah maybe we yeah have exactly friday uh, Friday morning show would be actually, if maybe. you think about it, it would be nice. It would be uh, like, because we could then maybe talk about everything and then and share sure. certain experiences. Uh, but yeah, just a little bit more of a background, kind of how things are going. Uh, but I did also want to talk about something. Now, I know obviously this was posted on your Patreon, but I did, I think so, you did post it on your Instagram. So maybe we could talk about that. You, show, mm-hmm. you showed a quad image of four cameras. Yeah. So it seems like you're working on a nice little project that could be very, very... Uh, I'm actually very excited and very interested in to seeing, obviously, the type of work that you're going to be putting in there. So as you saw, you were shooting ahead with the Pro, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that that part of it. Um, yes. So are, am I guessing correctly, a head-to-head challenge between the all four? Uh, okay, so here's Pro Plus. Uh, go ahead. Literally, I was just feeling stupid last night. <laughs> I like I this guy. Got it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Check Michael Gorgon, check for clues. You son of a jerk. Uh, um Okay, so last night I was feeling silly, and I posted up on uh, Instagram just like, I'm working on reviews and coverage for four phones. Mm -hmm. What phones would you you pair up with which fall flavors? Pumpkin spice, you know, apple cider, (laughs) salted caramel, or pecan pie? And just like... It's the Vivo, the Xperia Pro I, the Pixel 6, and the Duo 2. And just, it's been funny. It's been hilarious seeing people like, well, I feel like this phone's classic. So it's more of an apple apple cider kind of a flavor. But this phone is kind of overhyped. So that's pumpkin spice. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) That is so funny. This is the dumbest thing. It is slightly overhyped. I like it. It's a little I, overrated, I, they, right? They they took they took you on, man. <laughs> yeah. So you know this is this is brilliant. What has also been funny is just the fact that I put four phones with letters. People are just picking their favorite phone. So most of the comments are like B. And you're like, that's not what I was asking, but I guess 
Oh, they I didn't. Guess no, you no, no, like no. This phone. There, there's a certain part it's of hilarious. Instagram that does not read the description of, the, of, of a post. They go straight for the image, no. and 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 yeah. But I mean, don't get me wrong. So, it, you kind of it is a leading image. Think, well, yes, because there there is there is a, a sorting and a categorization. But the 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 goal wasn't to pick a winner. The goal was to do something silly like. Mm-hmm. I think this phone is like a cherry jubilee Sunday, and you're like, okay, oh. why? Bonus points if you tell me why. Um, so here, what I am working on, it is not germane, it is not fair, it's like sort of cidery. Sort of I would cidery. be all about a sort of cidery, like kind of reddish and brownish color accents, kind of fall leaves, but it's got kind of like a, a honey crisp apple kind of a thing going on. Mm-hmm. I would be all about that. I've got some honey crisp apple cider in my fridge right now, which as soon as we're done talking, I'm going to go and just chug straight from the bottle because it's like crack delicious. Um, not that I know that crack is delicious. Um, the, uh, that crack is del- oh my <laughs> God, where, where is Aditya when we need him? Oh right? my God, man. Um, Dude, you, I it just, recognizes. I, okay, so, ah, uh, okay, so no, go, go, go. My so mistake. anyway, yeah, short yeah. story, incredibly long. This all took way too long to explain. The showdown that I'm working on for cameras is going to be Pixel Six, Xperia mm-hmm. Pro I, and Vivo X70 Pro Plus. As I there imagine. is no point in including a Duo Two in a camera showdown <laughs> against those three phones. The only reason for me to include it in there would be to continuously say, and the Duo 2 is the loser. <laughs> All three of these phones are winners. Like, there genuinely isn't one that I feel, like, objectively is to bestest. Mm-hmm. They are all bringing very unique and very specific aspects of content creation to the table. Mm -hmm. I think the Pixel 6 is going to be broadly accessible. I think the Vivo is the hardest of the three to get a feel for, but actually kind of has some of the most um, uh, flexibility to offer. And then the Sony is just like, it's a camera. I mean, Sony's just trying to make their phone into an alpha as much as they possibly can. It's it's seriously. the The Duo is not in that conversation. It's it's not it's not even I it, it it's it's like talking about major league baseball and watching like a really good high school game right it's the same sport but it's yeah. played at very different skill levels very very very, yeah, very rarely ever do you see a, a player's mom and dad jumping down and screaming at the umpire or anything like that at, at any kind of major league that's very rare right? very now, very rare so I I, I feel like there's gonna be I feel, I feel like moving forward, we're going to be picking some of our pros and cons. And I'm hoping that this is the beginning of dedicated camera-centric phones and then all-rounder phones where we don't have to spend the whole review trying to talk about camera stuff. I feel like the rumors that we saw for the Pixel Fold, mm-hmm. I'd be very surprised if the Pixel Fold is using Pixel 6 cameras. I'm very confident that it'll have the same camera module as a Pixel 5a. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, like, that makes a lot of sense to me. You don't want to add additional depth. You want to keep... You want to stick with something that is very well understood. It's a solid mm-hmm. all-rounder performer. Uh, absolutely. The, the results yeah. that you get out of those kinds of cameras are fantastic. They're very good. Um, and that's what the, the Duo is going for. That is not the same conversation as what you can do 
on a Pro I or, or even a Pixel Six. Like it's it's just miles different. So um, I, I kind of hope that there's this kind of an accounting. Like my wife has handled the Pixel Six Pro and taken a couple photos. Mm-hmm. One of them was a dim indoor shot of Lex side lit by one like low output warm lamp. Okay. And the Pixel 6 nailed the instant she hit the shutter button. That is an example of where a Pixel 6 can outperform a Pixel 4a or 5a. That's kind of and I mean that's not a like a core usage scenario for our smartphone cameras. And so I feel like I feel like we can now make that a harder schism. Are you okay. really te- are you really telling me camera? Because if you're really telling me camera, we've got some camera centric phones. Are you really telling me productivity? Because now we've got some folding mini tablety things that mm-hmm. can really get more work done in any given moment. And and I like this kind of more specific specialization as we kind of look at these different pockets of devices. And it's okay if an expensive device doesn't have the bestest cameras because we can kind of focus, like the cameras are good enough. The cameras on the Duo 2 are solid shooters. They're, mm-hmm. They perform admirably well. They do what they need, what you need them to do. The point of the Duo 2 is not to try and shoot cinematically like you would on a Sony. No, it, it's productivity. It's it's the focus of the device is very different. Like you said, it's it's what you're. It's like if a Pixel tablet does a tablet, sorry, a foldable does get released, it wouldn't make sense for it to have the same camera uh, camera experience as what you expect from the Six Pro. I think it would be more like you said with the five with the five A five A five G. Oh my, the five A five G type of an experience. To, you know, the the, the, Do you the still sensors. say five G? I just say five A. It's the 5A. I mean, it's technically the there Xperia, was no 5A, Xperia Pro 5G. i5. I think 5G needs to drop because it's like that whole 4G LTE kind of conversation. Hey, Everything coming out we've now. Got, has... We've got all dead tech. You, you, oh. I mean, seriously, dude, David, you should not be awake right now. <laughs> this is like way past your bedtime. Oh, my God, dude. He's probably shooting some videos. I have a feeling he's probably shooting some content, putting it up. Oh, I, um, I, I definitely know that, that grind, too. I've got so yeah. much to edit. <laughs> I shot three videos today. I've got three more videos in the can, and I've got two scripts up that I'm going to try and get shot over the weekend. I've got a short for reviews.org that needs to go up tomorrow, and then a main video that needs to go up next Tuesday. I mean, it's just, this is harvest season. It, it um, is definitely, and, and it's going to get busier as the end of the year. This is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's that time of the year. It's starting up. I mean, we're in November, man. November. November 5th is tomorrow, man. We are... Thanksgiving is a few weeks away. Black Friday is three weeks away. And then we have Christmas yeah. and New Year's. It's it's seriously, 2021 is hitting that end mark, but it is literally uh, not letting up, letting up at all. Um, so one thing I forgot to ask, uh, so far you've had the Duo 2 for about a couple of weeks or so. Yeah. Overall, have has adapting to this one, and I think I asked this last time, but adapting to the Duo 2 this time, was it easier than it is when you first got the first Duo from the, the improvement in software? Because I haven't had a chance to play with it realistically, like to live in with it. Yeah. Uh, how did, how has it been between the two? Has the Duo 2 lived up to its expectations? Is it getting better as you get used to it? 
Um, one of the things, yes, ultimately, yes. Um, I, I mean, it, it really shouldn't be that shocking or that surprising to say the launch experience of Duo 2 phenomenally better than the launch experience of Duo 1. Like, mm-hmm. it's a completely different animal. The extra horsepower does kind of help for some of the side-by-side multitasking experiences. I never felt Duo 1 was underpowered. Um, okay. But, you know, it's like stepping up to 90 hertz displays does make things feel a little snappier. I don't know that you really launch apps faster. It just feels a little more responsive. Um, one of the things that I need to play around with just a little bit more, I kind of liked the beta software strategy better. On the on launcher, the, the Microsoft. One. Yeah, the Microsoft launcher because beta, I remember. Microsoft is now making moves to pull Microsoft launcher from being an app that updates. For Duo, now it's more a core component of the operating system that I guess is going to be updated more through OTAs. And I think oh. that's a step in the wrong direction. I, I, I was like... about to say, I think everybody's shifting away uh, to exactly. go to the other side. This, feels, the... this feels incorrect to me. And so that's one of the small it's one of the small gripes that I've got with just what I feel Microsoft's mission is going to be. Because it's one of the things I really like on the Pixel 6. There are so many Google Core services that are now just updates in Google Play. Um, there's there's intelligence services. There's connectivity services. There's um, there 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 are four. Like like I, I've been having issues with standby times mm-hmm. and Wi-Fi and five G connectivity. We okay. just literally today got an update to the background service that handles data connectivity in the background. So now, I mean, my my review that's going out tomorrow is already out of date. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what's exciting about pulling those components out and making them direct. I mean, as soon as the Google 5G radio software developer is ready to go with an update, it's just pushed directly to your phone. You don't have to wait for an OTA. So that that kind of thing is is bugging me on the Duo that Microsoft looks like they're taking their beta program and making it more of a closed black box. I wish we I wish we had a bit more access to some of those those beta services. Um, but on the whole, it is so much more responsive. It is okay. so much more fluid. It's still just a really sticky gesture feel you you pick up most android phones and you kind of get a feel for how you can kind of like flick and swipe Mm -hmm. through the ui and when you pick up a duo (laughs) your your actions need to be deliberate yeah so like if i just kind of try to try to like flick it there are too many well it, it could flip to the other window but there are too many directions that have specific interactions so, like, when you swipe up for multitasking, you know, if, if you go to one side, what you're going to do is span. So, you know, you have to know that you flick to the opposite side to swipe the app away oh, when you're multitasking. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it does not feel like anything else. So, you spend a couple days feeling like it's fighting you. Like it's not doing, it's not responsive because it's not doing what you thought. I, you I were felt the same way with do. the duo, the first duo, the first couple sure. of days I got. Yeah, yeah. Until that, I installed still, the beta, but yeah. That's still a part of this. I mean, the beta made it a little bit better. Um, yeah. 
I feel like when we talk about this being a tablet, though, it can't be as casual as a phone. You need to make these actions specific because it can span. You can transfer to the other mm-hmm. to the other display. It can swipe out and be closed. It can be swiped up, and then when you change the orientation, you have to remember the orientation rotation for how your gestures are adjusted. <laughs> portrait mode even though all of your apps are still in landscape that's see that's the, that's what messes you up is this this is portrait mode mm-hmm. but your apps are in landscape are in landscape regardless so of which for yeah they're in more they're in portrait when in when they're in landscape and it's landscape when it's 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 the orientation of the display the way the display is if it's sitting yeah. sideways you're looking at it as microsoft if is kind of breaking Android to make Android smarter at handling those kind of uses. On a normal phone, your apps are kind of square if you split screen. You're not, you know, like, it's not portrait or landscape because you'd have half the screen and then half the screen is on there yeah you're you're doing two apps and in a weird it's a format that it's it's (laughs) it's multitasking but this is true multitasking where both apps are running in a in a specific there are actually two instances and they're not you know fighting for landscape on your display you just you have to kind of use it and i forgot you're right and if you want to expand to make it into a full screen that changes the experience as well everything is intentional i think that's what you need to be aware of it on the duo it's a little bit different but it's so intentional. It, and, 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 it's, and it's intentional in a different way from a fold. Mm-hmm. Because in a fold, you have to make more of a conscious effort to multitask. Whereas a Very, duo yeah. assumes you can't you're stumble start, into multitask. You, you ha, I mean, but by, like, and I want to make this clear like, because it's a single palette, there is no separation between two displays on a fold. I do feel it's the correct... I, I think the fold is the wrong orientation. Like, I think it should fold in the, uh, on the other Oh, I, I, I totally agree. I think the fold should be on the other side, not the way but, they gave it to us. Yeah. But I think it's the correct move to assume that when someone opens to the larger canvas and they push an app, one app pops up on the screen. When you have a dual display, I think it's the correct move to assume one app is going to occupy one display and then you have a free display ready for Mm -hmm. a second app and that is a very different philosophy of how deliberate your actions need to be for a duo you need to deliberately enact spanned mode on a fold you need to deliberately enact multitasking multitasking and And, to me that both, both are correct but they're because they're significantly different at doing similar things but but I still feel like the fold needs a little bit a little bit more improvement over what we've seen because for some reason the fold has pretty much two modes. It's the full mode, the half half, which mm-hmm. we've seen on Android before. But then when they introduce the third app to allow you to do multiple uh, three apps at the yeah. same time, it's limited to the right side for some reason. Like I I would rather because they ripped it off insert, LG. But but I feel like the, no no no, I, no they copied it off LG. Samsung they just copy everybody. It, it they invented it, man. They invented it the moment they co- they made it available. On <laughs> they the invented copying LG. You're absolutely correct. I, absolutely, it, it was right after they invented copying Apple. Uh, it, it was it was it was in that same book, just chapter two after chapter one. Yeah, chapter um, one, copy Apple. Apple. Well, no, no, no. Chap- chapter one, no, no, chapter one, make fun LG. of Apple. Oh yeah, no, no, no. And then do chapter two, do what you do. Chapter one, make fun of Apple. 
chapter two, two, two. copy Apple. Apple chapter yeah. three, three, make fun, make of, LG. fun of LG. Chapter four, then chapter four, copy LG. Copy yeah, LG. It's the book. Um, so, but no, what, what I meant though is like from from a sense of functionality, I feel like we're missing aspects of where there there should totally be the option of having the split options at the top and allow us to use more of a bottom part. Depending what you're using the, with the different apps, it doesn't allow you to do a lot. It's functional. But I would still much rather on the fold just yeah. use two as opposed to three. The so, three so it doesn't I, really. I, I agree. Man, I mean, like I feel like last week we had one of these moments too. Um, mm-hmm. This is one of those areas where I have to commend Samsung for getting as far as they have. Mm-hmm. Because using the Duo and having played around with the Fold 2 and the Fold 3... Android is really dumb. It's so dumb at handling different aspect ratios, different form factors, and making good use of larger canvases because it assumes a larger canvas is going to be like 16 by 9 or skinnier. It's a tablet format. Uh, It's really dumb. Um, It's it's primarily because Google is not the one innovating in in this field. All of the well, all of the OEMs are pushing uh, Android twelve L is yeah. absolutely Microsoft and Samsung dragging Google kicking and screaming into bringing back my, Android tablets. Mike Corcoran is, is right on. Uh, so Michael Corcoran's right on board there. Microsoft no, no, is so 12L. here's here's no no no. I disagree. Android twelve just needs to be minimally functional at at understanding different sizes, aspect ratios, and uh, display resolution density. That's it. Android 12L is going to be a hot mess when it first launches because Android is super dumb at moving its shape around. And that's why we've had things like Dex. Notice Dex is not an expanded Android canvas. It is a wholly and completely different UI. And same yeah. thing with these other sort of uh, augmented desktop modes. Mm-hmm. Getting Android as the functional UI to better understand these this type of hardware and these types of form factors is monumental because we have... And Google has not paid tablets any attention. I mean, no. Android as a tablet interface is basically only a lowest common denominator, denominator multimedia consumption device at the cheapest possible price points. It, it, it's, it's Samsung is really the only one who's kept a premium tablet line alive. And now yeah. Microsoft is contributing significantly to that too. So, sorry, short story, incredibly long, getting back to your point there. You are correct that in terms of design and functionality, we should be able to quarter, like we should go be able to go four apps. We should be able yep. to better draw lines for where we want those apps and, to and live customize and to how the yeah the, the shape should be done. I I, I feel Samsung it, that that's not a Samsung problem. Samsung no. has actually pulled Android into a into a usage that is well advanced of what Android can really do. Same thing with the Duo. The mm-hmm. Duo is. Is is like stretching Android to its its absolute limits to incorporate this kind of functionality. We've got to get after Google to start expanding on this, and then from there, we've got to get on app developers to make better use of larger slates 
in their app. So like when you see panels and you see you know, like I should be able to customize this or have this information on one half. Especially, and especially this when other you have a bigger canvas to play with. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because right now we just blow up a phone app and we get less information on the screen Mm-hmm. than if we were using it on a smaller screen. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. <laughs> like so initially bad. when you first launch when you first open up the fold and launch Instagram if you don't put uh, change the setting in the uh, for the display, it puts it in tunnel mode. It, it essentially you're yeah. getting sidebars on Instagram because Instagram is not designed. I mean uh, it, app developers absolutely. I mean and if I'm not mistaken somebody if it can correct me in the comments below um, does uh, t- the, do iPads still not have uh, Instagram? Is Instagram still oh, a zoomed-in app? Because that was the longest run for, that I've had, that I could remember. So, so like all, all that tech, Dave, David is saying, are we talking yeah. about scaling UI? And to a degree, yes. Um, but but we're also talking about taking, say, an app that's sort of built around the notion of sixteen by nine or up to twenty-one by nine aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. When we move that to four by three. It's often not an issue with just resolution scaling, because if you just scale the resolution, you're, you're kind of just cropping you're, to the four yeah, by three cut of exactly, what would normally yeah. be like changing a, the DPI. It's by not going exactly. So, so this is a multifaceted problem where the operating system needs to know what the device is. Like a Surface is a bit smarter at understanding what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it knows Microsoft has taught it what it needs to know for single screen use versus dual display use versus spanned use versus uh, portrait or landscape use. It's actually pretty sophisticated for Android. I mean, I'm setting the bar kind of low there. Um, but what we also then need to do at the tail end of this is talk to app developers and say, you know, your app should function as a phone app first and foremost. But when we detect that the display got broader, like going Mm -hmm. from the outer display of a fold to the inner display of a fold, something should make better use of this. And like if you have a cloud storage app, I want to see a a better folder structure, like a Mm -hmm. a flowchart of all of your your folders and organization, and then an active area where content's being displayed from one of those individual folders. And that's so much more useful to me than just blowing up a phone app for my cloud storage. And that's, I mean, like, but we need to do that with everything. We need to do that with YouTube to make better use of YouTube for comments or live chat or advertisements and video windows. We need to do that for camera apps. We need to do that for everything so that we can make this this smarter. It's it's actually one of the things that I do like about the Duo better than the Fold, though, is that... Mm. You don't have a different aspect ratio display. It's so when you same. go from single screen to dual display, it's just one of the displays. It doesn't have to reformat the app no, when you and, open and, the and Duo And you don't, have, you don't face the crashing function that it currently is. I mean, some apps will run. Even <laughs> if you go in and turn on beta f- features where it allows more apps to run, uh, certain apps still crash, and you have to. When you go in and you re, and it starts, you notice that it restarted. It's not a continuing yeah. uh, relationship. Well, and 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 David saying that the iPhone, the Instagram on the iPad is just the iPhone blown up. Same I don't know. Thing. Yeah, you know, no, like, I know. I mean, but how many years has the iPad had been out? Like, I, I just feel I, like I, I, Instagram has missed, and I mean, not like missed. At any point, Facebook could turn I don't, around. And I, just I, they don't want. They don't want people with iPads walking around taking pictures and creating. I, I, I think but, they're making. But a don't statement. you think? 
but, but you know, like you've seen how so many like Reddit apps format mm-hmm. for like panels and cards, and then a structure yeah, yeah. of subreddits that you you read. I mean, even a, a like I like Reddit is fun because it looks like old like BBS the, message I know, boards. I know. The little it's robot. So, with the, the, yeah, yeah. And it's so stark. It's so it dumb, is, simple, I, but, but I like that better. But even when I throw that on a tablet, it automatically reformats to have panels. So, and you as know, it should got, be. It should use the extra space. Don't stretch. And I feel like Instagram should be doing something like that, too. You could have a constant chart of, like, Absol- all of your, your feed and all of the people and, 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 like, your Instagram stories. And then that sides out to, uh, like, a more appropriate use of the larger display on the side. And I think that, to me, would be a much better look. Like, Instagram on an iPad would be kind of mm-hmm. rad if, if you I- could turn it into a Reddit-style app. I, I think I, I agree. And I think this is it's been one of those weird. I don't know why 2021 by now we do. You know, it still doesn't exist. Not not that I'm a heavy iPad user. I do have one, but it hasn't. I don't use it realistically. I just remember for the longest time when I first uh, w- when I was getting on Instagram, setting it up. And then year after year, I keep checking and it just seems like, no, no, they're they're giving up. They're like, people should be fine with a zoomed in app that's playing compatibility mode on an, on an iPad because that's how they'll use they just, it and they'll like it. And and apparently that's how they've been living with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of things coming up. And I also noticed also uh, speaking of uh, things updating. Um, you you posted a video early this morning. You got, did uh, about an LDAC up, uh, update on the. Yeah. So that was actually a nice little, a little surprise. Le- getting... So, I I need I this is actually something I need to kick my own ass about is. Okay. I haven't really paid much attention to LHDC. So it well because we haven't had that many devices or that, that have supported. I think the OnePlus Buds. The OnePlus Buds Pro are the first ones that I actually, I personally. But not on a OnePlus. That's what I cracks think, me up. I, I got I it running video, on a Nord 2, uh, which was not I supposed a, to run it. <laughs> a video that's going to be going out on the OnePlus Buds Pro next week, mm-hmm. where inadvertently OnePlus has made some of my favorite earbuds for Xiaomi phones. Because <laughs> I at least have support for their I, I, high I resolution But so, so these, but these are the edifiers. These are the Neo Buds Pro. Um, I was a little confused because I thought they were going to send the the NB Pro, was it the NB Pro 2, which are actually less expensive and less techy earbuds than the Neo Buds Pro. It's, to me, it's confusing the way that they've named some of their products. Um, Dual driver design, Bluetooth 5. Point one or 5.2, I can't remember, launched with um, LHDC, mm-hmm. now just recently got updated to support LDAC, which means it's now much more broadly compatible with all of my other Android phones. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, they're a little techie. I don't think they're the easiest buds to set up, but genuinely, like, just shocking good value for where mm-hmm. we're at with multi-driver, active, several stages of active noise cancellation, an ambient mode, some really specific and granular tuning options that you can get in there, and you can really tweak these. I've kind of tweaked them to be slightly brighter sound core style oh, okay. earbuds. So, like, I'm, I'm kind of going after that because... It, 
so Soundcore kind of rocked my socks because when they started doing dual driver, they they stacked. So they have a dynamic driver and a balanced arm that sits right on top of that dynamic driver. Sometimes what you'll have is kind of an offset balanced arm next to a dynamic driver. And for some reason, what Soundcore did in stacking those just amplifies low frequency. It's it's this hard attack and this rumble decay. And if you're a bass junkie, you need to be looking at those liberties. But sometimes... Hey, we're going to get to those. I'm, I'm going to wrap these up real fast. Um, but sometimes you, you run into issues where that kind of stacked sound can kind of muddle your mids just a bit. The, the, the sort of acoustic attention to two drivers creating sound can sometimes get a little lost. And so the edifiers, to me, are a little too mellow out of the box. Okay. They're warm. There's a lot of low frequency. They've got some good sub bass. But I want just that little bit more articulation, so I get them updated. I had to go through and dig. That's what's kind of annoying. I had to dig through some settings to turn on LDAC and then turn on highest quality because they default to stable connection. And then I tweak the EQ in the Edifier app, and these things just woke up. Nice. I mean, like, nice. the mids were so much crisper. Articulation around guitar distortion was just razor wire again. The quality, I mean, again, you can kind of hear when you step up that quality when you've been dealing with Bluetooth compression. Everything just got so much cleaner. And, and again, it's for, for something that's less expensive than a pair of AirPods, but significantly more techie advanced than AirPods for all of the acoustic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It was really refreshing to see them make a promise because there's not even LDAC on the side of the box. No, they, no, they don't. It, it, they don't. Yeah. They never listed it on the box as a feature because you genuinely didn't have it at launch. So the, they, I think they launched about three months ago. The okay. update happened a couple weeks ago, and I feel for like in that hundred to hundred and fifty dollar territory, it's really refreshing getting a pair of consumer earbuds where the software update isn't just like stability bug fix. Like oh they my added, God, every single up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. They it's added a copy-paste. A, what are you doing this night? Just copy-paste, stability update. Bug update. fix. Yep. Yeah. They, they, they added distri- an entirely uh, new relationship. codec mm-hmm. and they did it wonderfully well. So I'm, I'm very positive on Edifier. I don't think these are the earbuds that you just casually pair with your phone and get on with your day. These no. are the earbuds where if you want to tweak a bit, you want to sculpt a bit, and then you, you feel confident like you can get in there with some of like the codec settings, I think you're, you're highly rewarded for, for like, picking up a pair of Neo Buds. I like it. But no, we've no, got to no, talk I, about I, these frames. Dude, no, no, definitely. Uh, and I also want to, one last thing, because we start talking Soundcore and so on. Um, they also brought in uh, LDAC support to their Liberty 2 Pros from last year for like anybody that per- picked up the yeah. original pair, um, you know, updating yeah. them and adding LDAC so later, you know, obviously, as as they're releasing the three pros, to me was like, wow, what a way of just rewarding somebody that, you know, invested and backed you up like early enough. And the Liberty 2 Pros, I mean, by far one of my favorite. And of course, and especially Pros. because we're talking about brands that have never been bank breakers. Yeah. I mean, there no. are earbuds that are significantly more expensive that have not gotten this kind of attention from, from like One More, from Soundcore, mm-hmm. from oh, absolutely. Uh, Edifier, from Earfun. Earfuns mm-hmm. are dirt cheap. 
and they're regularly getting i mean often it's not like hey we're going to give you this whole new codec but they're <laughs> regularly getting attention again we could go on but you need but to let's tell talk me about about, about these, so, these shades when 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 they reached out and they're like hey we're making some shades uh and they showed me some pictures and so on i was like great i'm gonna start looking like el jefe this is pretty much how the show is gonna go from now on right. i'm gonna headphones on we're just gonna do the show welcome back to the show guys everybody's doing great um i was actually surprised i was surprised because I've, I've i've seen and i've used a few pair of um you know uh, frames or, or glasses that offer us speakers most of them focus always on, uh, you know, one aspect of it, which essentially is it's a frame. You get to use it. Whatever frame comes with it is the, the one that you live in. And um, the experience is also focused on a single speaker driving audio into our ears because it's positioned in the spot. Like, I mean, obviously, we're going to move it here, but it's positioned in the spot where it basically points the audio straight into our ears. That's mm -hmm. how typical. These feature two speakers per ear. They boost the, the audio from one pointing in, which is the typical. But there's another one around it from the back, which simulates that surround sound. I mean, it's obviously not true surround, but when you turn yeah. it on, audio is much uh, more pronounced. The, uh, the mids and highs are definitely much better. Audio, Especially vocals were definitely very good. Bass obviously will not replace anything that's in here. You just don't get that experience because it's, it's trying to simulate it. But seriously, though... Simulated surround sound on those on these frames was mm -hmm. crazy good. I was very surprised. And then, of course, they included an extra frames that I'm actually able to change the look of my glasses. That's I mean, cool. who would have thunk it? Seriously. Like, Bose, don't get me wrong, Bose obviously offer a lot of things, but you have to pay 200 bucks for every look. And I'm not going to buy $200. I mean, if I'm really into it, I, I don't think that would make sense. And these, you literally just pick up whatever frame you want. Um, they did send me a clear one, and I'm going to be getting my prescription put into that one because I really like having an open-ear experience, yeah. like going around, doing work so, and things. So and the, just the having question i got to ask because those look like those look like a better – I don't know where I put them. Oh, here they are. So the the audio frames that I played with – uh, the views, the view smarts, where mm -hmm. I'm just going to look like, like I just wear glasses because I have yeah, transitions I'm... lenses, even though I don't have a prescription in these for no good reason. <laughs> um, the one thing I want desperately on glasses like this would be audio commands. Is there anything, so can, can but can you do like, Without this the assisting, without touching it, yeah, yeah, no touch. Play, pause, answer calls, hang up on calls, skip track, skip back, change volume, all hands free, without That's initiating command. Cool. So there's no hey and insert your favorite thing. No, no, no. Those are on. They're in the beta section, and I don't know why they put them specifically mm -hmm. in the beta section. But voice commands on this are an absolute must because your hands are dirty and you need to do something. Last thing you want is be able to tap, tap, swipe, swipe, you know, the ninja jujitsu kind of thing going on. Seriously, uh, it, it is a very – they're not the same commands that you think of when you're using like with Google or with other assistants sure. out there. But, yes, hands-free, absolutely – any day, no no issues. Uh, I think it's literally play, pause, skip tracks, fat, you know, back and forth, mm -hmm. uh, and volume up, volume down, as well as answer and hang up. So when a call is coming in, you can ask, you That's can tell cool. it to answer. So, you, like, I mean, literally, Anchor and Soundcore, when they put things together, they're definitely going in for function. 
it, they're yeah. pointing it out. Not only does it sound better, but the fact that I can just take out the glasses and in literally less than one, like I can snap on, snap on, put whatever frame I want. And like I said, they sent me three, one with a clear glass, but the other one has like the aviator, the, the top gun mm -hmm. type of thing going on. Uh, I like these the most because they're the closest to my frame because, <laughs> you know, like when I look at the frame. But uh, the one thing I will also say is look how thin. Like seriously, I mean, I don't know if I can get it. See, okay, here it is. See, yeah, my That's camera's really working clean. today. The the frame is very thin, um, and they last for about five hours. I got about five hours worth of uh, usage out of them, and the secondary speaker is ever so gentle. It looks really nice, and of course, sound cores all over the side. Uh, but they definitely um, they they look good. I like it, and, and I don't know. Oh, no, you can't hear. There's no microphone. There's an earpiece. But so yeah, they connected to my Pixel uh, Pixel Six Pro. So I've been enjoying it there. Um, and I, and it's fun. It's always nice to see tech. Those improve. are really sharp. Yeah. Yeah. No, so the, the, the only thing I need is, um, what I, I, I need the old LG tone, uh, voice interactions where we could reply to messages. Yeah. So that function, unfortunately, directly. yeah, because it's built into the, to the frames themselves, it does not, um, you have the ability of, um, interacting with Google, uh, but you have yeah. to actually press and hold to initiate it, and Digit then yeah. yeah, and then you and then you can try to do some of those where it says you know read my notifications and it reads it, and then if you want to reply, you could try or you can ask it to send a message. That that mm -hmm. that, that 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 part works, um, but unfortunately, I think that that yeah, it's not part of what they were focusing on. They felt like let's not make it into another assistant. Let's make the voice commands be functional, and they got that done mm -hmm. right. The audio's done right. The battery life is right. And they got the looks. I honestly, they have like I want to say twelve, uh, eight or no, not eight, twelve frames, uh, ten to twelve. Nice. Sorry, ten to twelve frames. Um, and the charger really, I, the the one thing I liked is it's a daisy chain charger, so it sits right on the on the actual uh, hands on the arms, and you can put everything inside of the case, carry it with you whenever you go, and just get it done. I like it. I'm very happy that they're jumping into this game. Uh, the Liberty 3 Pros are still my favorite, obviously, for quality. Uh, mm -hmm. But when it comes down for vers versatility and day-to-day -day where I don't have to ke keep grabbing my, you know, just these are the best. I can, you know, I, yeah. the you really know, nice thing, trying... oh, yeah, yeah, you could put them on like this. And let's say I want to be on a phone call but still edit video. <laughs> totally works for me. Yeah, I can have them play the audio in my ears. I can hear things. And I can have this play the voice from the video, and I can get open. You know, open ear is is really cool, regardless. Like mm -hmm. being able to kind of, but just the notion that you can kind of, you can stack audio on those is is Dude, kind of ridiculous. Uh, Michael Corcoran is. Uh, I'm wearing the LG Tone Flex right now. Aww. He's flexing right now. I, I mean, like, I think I've still got the, like the one that I'm talking about. It had this little activation button. And I just like it blew my mind. I'm I'm just walking through Costco, and my wife is texting me. I'm getting the alert in my ear while I'm listening to a podcast, and I click the button, and I hear it read the read the text. Mm -hmm. I click the button again. I speak my reply. It reads off the reply just to make sure it got it right. And like and it it. I never took my phone out that entire yep. time. It was just this constant. I was it was funny because basically I was having a conversation with my wife where I could have just called her you know, like I was using my voice um but she was texting me so you know that that's kind of the way just that went down that that to me is kind of like that last step for things like these these frames is getting back to that 
level of interaction. And, and, and the, of... the focal binaurids were definitely going to be the step that step closer oh, that I felt like we're, I, I were missed. So and, good. and and it's been a year, over a year now. We haven't heard a thing back. Uh, Google's obviously working on something. This kills me. We know that part. But uh, what is it and where is it? And it sounds like it's probably going to be 2022 at the earliest. Because I was voice actioning everything. I, I remember. I, no, I, I, I was walking around. I mean, like, um, the first time I flew with them, I... I, I mean, it, the, the it was early days for my Discord, and like you know, I'm still trying to hang out with the guys in the Discord, even though I'm stuck on this layover. And the entire time I'm walking through this airport, I'm using that little ring mm-hmm. to kind of like just scan through the messages. And then when a new message would pop up, I'd get this instant prompt that I could just go right into a voice reply. And and again, I'm like I'm looking around this airport, I'm walking around, I'm checking out flight information. At no point did I ever pull my phone out. And I was in that Discord like for two hours, just kind of like chatting with people and, and replying to comments and stuff. And it was it was fantastic. That's so again, the I just next need frontier for sure. I need yeah, exactly. I need that back. I had yeah. it. It was not not the next frontier. It's the current frontier. It's I the, had it. We, we <laughs> it want existed. that frontier back. Yeah, no, no. I, I want it, I want it, it back. It's so one bad. of those um, some of my some of my initial aspirations of what Glass was going to be from Google, and then that kind yeah. of fizzled a little bit. Um, and 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 focal by North uh, were those were the ones I, I was really hoping, and I finally got in got got in touch with their PR. We were hoping, and then literally a month after, they're like, "Hey, we'll have you on the list. Hopefully, things will work out." I got an email saying, "Sorry, we just got bought out by Google." I was and getting it, those. PR like um, embargoed press releases about Gen Two. Yeah, no, no. We've got this exciting announcement. We've got all of these new software features. These are the things that are going to be coming next. I mean, like, we we, it it was getting that close, and then it felt like from one month to the next, the company went from being almost on the cusp of launching Gen Two to vanishing to like, congratulations we got sold yeah no it killed it's, me i am i hope i'm hoping whatever whatever they do put together is something that obviously will be much better than what we would have gotten a year ago and with that being obviously you know gen 2 gen 3 whatever they put out uh, it is something that google is working on i think they're they're focusing on it i think that's a good yeah it's a good thing for them i i, I just wished it would have been dealt with like some of the other companies where even though it's part of it they allow them to still exist like they I mean, allow g- them to genuinely, release gen 2 it, yeah. it, it's genuinely i i need i need an interface that makes sense for consumer facing glasses yeah and you know if it's running wear os i'd kind of be fine with that keep wear os up at eye level Mm-hmm. So I have that that constant accessibility, and then I can better use Google Assistant for some of those mm-hmm. actions. Because it was one of the bummers of Focals by North that a lot of your search stuff was really more um, Amazon Echo. Because their mm-hmm. partnership was with Amazon when they originally launched. It was actually the first time I got to play Focals by North. It was in one of those, like, Amazon hubs. Mm-hmm. Like, we went to CES, and you go to one of these, like, here are all the things that Amazon is working on through these other companies that are kind of under our umbrella. That's where I found them. So again, it was kind of surprising to me that they got bought out by Google. Um, But now that they're bought out by Google, if they can figure out a way to make the eyepiece more accessible so that you don't need to, to be so biologically custom fit to only your retina, um, 
then I, I mean, put Wear OS on there, give me the Wear OS interface. We've got plenty of horsepower in these little tiny chiplet um, SOCs now. And we could probably jump right to making this a 5G connected device, or at least an LTE yep. connected device. I'm I'm ready to have this back. Yeah, I, I think I think on wearable 5G again. is a is a bit much, but yeah, I'm with you. 4G 4G can LTE, be more than a, just something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah, LTE could actually LTE in certain markets rivals 5G, but uh, I, I yeah I, I was I, I think I, I thought about that very hard when the the new smartwatches coming out are all coming out for you know 4G 5 LTE. And I'm like, you know what? For what they are and for what they're needing, yeah, no need yeah. to add a much more power-hungry uh, yeah. power modem into that little uh, tiny. Uh, you know, we've we've optimized the crap out of the 4G LTE modem experience. I think that's what you should be putting in there. The Actually. battery life is the big, the biggest thing. Um, so, with that being said, I know we kind of went a little bit longer. This, you know, tonight's conversation is definitely very, <laughs> very. Uh, uh, as as Steve DeRoche mentioned, uh, AI Juan entered the chat. As as oh no. <laughs> Um, so um, the week's not over yet I'm trying to shoot to try to put a video I shot a little bit ahead I'm trying to put together a quick comparison between the One Mark III and the Xperia Pro I I feel like those are two conversations yeah. two devices they're, they're released so close to each other with a very different philosophy into what Sony's trying to give us a pro to a to a consumer to a general you know maybe prosumer but truly a little bit more pro of an experience so um, I'm trying to see if I can get that hopefully out tomorrow it may end up being a little bit late uh, a few things got to go take care of uh, housekeeping and stuff like that around the house. But it, it that's my next video, at least, that I'm working on. Um, what do you have set up for tomorrow? I think you mentioned... Uh, I'm going to try and get... So the the first pass on my Pixel 6 video, it's 23 minutes long. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm not sure... I, I might just keep it. I have a few little snarky bits in there that I think like I could, I could kind of cut, maybe. Um, but it's... It's. I'm gonna call it a review, and the entire time I'm talking about this phone in the video, it's not really a review. I mean, go, going a couple weeks with this phone, I still feel like the promise of this phone is is very much unrealized, and and the experience of this phone is something that deserves that longer term examination. And a review, when you call something a review, it always feels so conclusive. Oh, I know. El um, Hefe so, is questioning your, uh, your your chops right there. 23 right. minutes. I'm suspicious. <laughs> right. Um, well, and I, I mean, like I even up front on the video, like I, I make a big point out of like, hey, I'm going to try and just tell you why I like this phone. If you hit my comments just quoting other YouTubers at me, I'm going to go back to being a snarky asshole in my videos. So let's not do that because I don't want to play this that game with this phone. But I still feel like we're watching this tone turn on a phone that is 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 like the beginning of every new initiative from Google, and has barely had any time to refine itself, and is way ahead of the curve compared to like Samsung and their Android 12 ambitions. And uh, it, it, I just feel like I got to put a video out because I have to put a video out. But I really feel like this conversation is a starting point and not what we would normally think of as, like, this review sums up my experiences with this device. I've never been that guy anyway, but I feel even more strongly that, like, this is a conversation that needs to play out over time. I just need to start the conversation somewhere. So here's the right place to start it. 
I, I think that's a good point. And I'm I'm driving into something similar to that, hopefully, in, in early next week. Um I've I, I have to say I've I've been very pleased with the performance um although with certain like i said certain parts of it like we talked about it throughout the show mm-hmm. uh different aspects of you know pixel and it, it, it just like you said it's still new it just literally got launched a week like not even a, two weeks ago seriously most of us are, are barely Consumers getting around have had it for a week barely and and so so i need everyone who's like obsessing over individual pixels of ui complaints you that's if that's really your gig do it but i need you to hit every iphone with that energy when the iphone is five days old you need to tell me that you can't figure out who the iphone is for and how these changes to the ui make it completely incomprehensible and when samsung takes another month to launch an operating system update behind google i need you to go after them in the first four days that that phone launches and explain to everybody why I don't know that you should buy this phone because it can't do things. It's uh, it's a mystery if Google even updates their... Pro- I could look it up the updates, but that would mean I would have to Google it and I don't do research for my videos. I need all of that energy to be the same. Yeah. No, I... I, if, I, you're I gonna hit it, if you're going to hit Pixel 6 with this kind of energy, I need exactly that kind of energy on iPhone 14 and Galaxy S22. And then, I, then we're cool. You just hate everything, fine. <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of over this, like, the, the Pixel's been out for four days and it's not magically 100% perfectly polished is lame. Because that's not how tech works. No, no. And, and, I, and it's, it is not, not acceptable to, be, like I said, it's being biased on one side over the other. It's like you start in with, a, with, an, with an impression and you're driving the conversation to come back to that impression as to the other device is much better. Um, so looking forward to that video for you from tomorrow. I think that'll be a good video to actually end the week, uh, uh, but definitely not the conversation on on the Pixel 6 Pro. Um, I haven't had a chance to p- spend some time with the Pixel 6, uh, unfortunately, yet, but I, I don't know. I may I may end up um, trying it out. I may pick one up directly from T-Mobile. Those seem to be available much more than trying to get a Pixel 6 Pro with uh, 256 gigs of internal storage. I'm, I'm probably going to end up just working with this. I'm not going to try to see if I can get my... I mean, it, this is going to be almost as long as trying to get the Steam Deck to, to deliver on time. Yeah. They're in late January now. Yes. Um, like January 26th to almost end of January for somebody wanting to buy it. So, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's that's maybe the last kind of note is, is like holiday season is coming up for all of the major holidays. I, I mean, stuff is going to get tight. Uh, supply chains are going to be rough. There is, yeah. Um, there are already, already a lot of uh, recommendations to, to start. If you're looking into some of those, you know, availabilities are going to be tight. You're right. So, I, you know, plan ahead. You know, I feel like this is a really good year. Like if you mm-hmm. were thinking like, hey, you know, maybe I'll buy my mom a new tablet where you break out some construction paper and you draw her a beautiful tablet card and in there is a hand-drawn and hand-cut-out coupon for a new tablet when they're in stock. <laughs> and if you it. can kind of lean into it, I feel like that as a gesture will kind of help you through the holiday season. 
because it's going to get real lean. Or, or you know what? Or you could just you, you could just go old school and you know do IO. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the IOU booklets. <laughs> no, I, I I'm with you. Uh, it is it definitely. Uh, we're, we're going to end up having to see how this goes kind of things and how things are. Um, so with that, I want to definitely say thank you very much for everybody for hanging out with us. Um, if you haven't checked it out yet, please make sure to hit like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we definitely would appreciate it and it would feed the algorithm gods to a certain aspect. Um, and I will also say, obviously, you know, the conversation is not over. Uh, we're available here on Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Twitter. Like, please. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not really good on Instagram chat. Twitter, definitely much easier. So uh, we're available on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, obviously. Uh, and of course, the uh, chat with the Discord over on uh, some gadget guy, uh, you know, Juan Carlos Bagnell on the Patreon, if you guys like to check him out as well. Um, so with that being said, thank you very much, everybody. Aditya, Jonathan, uh, Chop in there. I, nice to meet you, uh, you know, <laughs> through through the chat. Uh, hopefully we can work something out and maybe have you over um, in, in the near future. Um, and stay tuned for next week's episode. You'll, you'll find out more as we get closer to it. Uh, I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up as much as vaguely possible. So uh, be safe. Stay goes. safe. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Juan, for hanging out with us. And we'll see you next week for the best of our week. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody.